and welcome everyone to the comic multiverse where the worlds of nerd meet and matt it's a very special night i mean every time we do a show together it's a special night but tonight especially because we are celebrating 250 episodes of the show yeah 250 already 250 hard to believe right i know what that where where did that time go i have no idea it's probably helped too that these like last two years are all a freaking you know blur Mm-hmm. not yeah, just for yeah. us but for everybody but and they, yeah they this, went really quickly that they did this this has been the longest thing that you and i have done right like podcasting uh what is it projects i'm trying to think back when we worked at name redacted when when did that crap out because i know we were doing like two shows at once oh i can't remember neither can i maybe some people who have been around that long can remind us because i was trying to crunch the numbers on that one but a lot of those shows are missing now so it's hard to like put all that together i think it got to like 150 or something or something like that i don't know because we did so many back to back so many so close together yeah but yeah we uh we had thought for a while they're like oh what special thing are we gonna do to celebrate 250 and matt and i couldn't think of anything and the fans didn't tell us what they wanted us to do, so this is just going to be another episode. <laughs> another wonderful episode. <laughs> Though that being said, Matt, I mean, you know, we have grown by leaps and bounds, I think, in those 250 episodes. We're simulcasting now, which is pretty cool, on YouTube yep. and Twitch. Yep. Shows never looked better. No, it never has. You've been positively killing it there. Uh, I got a new light bulb now, so it's not <laughs> totally dark like it's been the last couple weeks. <laughs> that's pretty good hey we got people catching us live for the first time there so that's always good yeah that's great appreciate it rbm kingston in fact you know since we've been doing this show on youtube and twitch you know we've been getting so many more people some of whom we've never actually seen before and i know we're actually growing for the first time in a long time because we've had to actually start kicking jackasses off (laughs) that's that's the sign that's the sign you know That's true, because normally, you know, when we would do it over on Twitch, you know, that was that was the real ones, you know, who follow us on Twitter and, you know, are willing to go over there and check it out. But here, you know, we're YouTube, we're bigger, uh, you know, up to a bigger audience there of some people we haven't seen before. So it's like, well, I guess I guess we must be doing good. You know, if we if we were a club, we have to officially start bouncing and asking people to leave. <laughs> Carding people as they come in the door yeah really well there seems to be a baseball card ah you can come in <laughs> now now this is a pokemon card i'm going to be keeping that and you can also come in these are worth a lot of money now this is how you bribe people now <laughs> yes thank you everyone for the big congrats on 250 episodes and then i thought you know well maybe we should do our favorite comics of the year so far because i know we've done that in past but i'm like ah oh, geez you know it's only it's only september there's not near enough time yet no no and i it would take me a while to think about that that too and also i figure it's like well fuck let's just you know talk about the books we read normally this week because i know we got some popular ones that could very well make it onto the best of the year list absolutely so that's going to be good. And also, you know, there was a lot of news to cover this week. There was a big, big video game show with a lot of, you know, comic book multimedia implications. Oh, yeah. A lot more than I thought. Yes, I know. Right. Tell me about it. So I'm sure people would be very, very interested in that. Yeah. So uh, should we get into that then? Should we talk about that? Or do you yes. have anything uh, from your week you wanted to cover? Not really. No. Not really. Yeah, me neither. It's been a pretty chill, solid week. I'm still working my way 
through No More Heroes 2. Uh, silly me, I thought you had to play the first two to be up on the story for the third one. Little did I know that there's actually very little story in those games. <laughs> yeah, there's not much. <laughs> it's it's just shit that Suda51 thought was cool at the moment and wanted to show you. Yeah, yeah. That's basically it. This is basically all is going on. Again, I'm enjoying it. Don't get me wrong. I'm definitely enjoying it. <laughs> I'm just thinking like, oh, there wasn't near as much story here as I thought. No. <laughs> uh i also am getting new couches tomorrow too so for the last two days there's been nowhere to sit in my whole place i've just <laughs> been moving this gamer chair from like the desk where i work at my laptop to in front of the tv to in front of the computer <laughs> my, my life has become one of those sad bachelor memes now where it's like really that's all he has just one yeah, gamer a, a, chair. a chair and a tv it's all I need, baby. <laughs> it's all I need. <laughs> no, really, I would like some couches because every morning when I wake up and every time I come back from the bathroom, I see there's no couches. And I'm like, oh, no, who stole my shit? I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I did that. I did the thing. Apparently, my old crotchety neighbors are pissed because, like, the movers could only come at, like, 8 o'clock and they came in, like, two big trucks and everything. Uh, what, 8 o'clock in the morning? No, eight o'clock at night. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That that's like like four hours past like old people bedtime. Oh, absolutely. And again, I'm just like, man, you know, we have had bikes and stuff stolen from our parking lots, and somehow you crotch the old people weren't up and watching then. But I get rid of some couches, and suddenly you're paying attention. <laughs> And again, you know, we did the right thing. You know, I went to my neighbors on either side. I'm like, hey, sorry about that. And they're like, oh, I didn't hear anything. Or, oh, I was gone. So it's people from across the way that are getting crotchy. Those goddamn across the street neighbors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> again, that's why people hate to live in a condo because everyone's all up in your business all the time. <laughs> I'll think about it when I sit on my new couch. <laughs> what, what about you, Matt? Anything to report from your week? Nah, not really. We uh kind of dodged a lockdown here the other day. Oh, which good. Are, which is good. I'm I'm glad we we don't have to lock down. And yeah, I've just been playing. Uh, how uh, funnily enough, I've just been playing uh Spider Man remastered on the PlayStation Five. Played through the game from start to beginning again, and I I forgot like how good that game looks. Yeah, there's so much going on. Like, I, I can only imagine I, how it looks on the new I, console. I said on Twitter. Yeah, I said on Twitter like I don't know what fucking crossroads devil they made a deal with <laughs> to make some of these like characters look the way they look but it it worked and and they were able to pump this out miles morales ratchet and, and ratchet. clank and they've got like a multiplayer game on the run and then two others which we'll talk about it it really feels like insomniac yeah like you said they either made a deal with some video gaming devil or you know they are literally from the future <laughs> and the thing is apparently the, uh, like, i haven't heard about anything about like crunch or anything like that from yeah, that company either so like, i don't know how the fuck they do it feels like they're holding this whole console generation on their back right now basically <laughs> one company it's hard to do but they're doing it <laughs> And uh, I guess with that, that's probably the best, uh, what is it, uh, best segue we can have there for news this week. And hey, as we mentioned, there was a video game show this week. And on that video game show, they talked about a couple brand new Marvel uh, projects they got coming down the pipeline. The first was the one that we all assumed, and that was going to be Spider-Man 5. We finally got a look at what that is. No gameplay footage, but a cinematic trailer that showed us a fair amount. Spider-Man 2, not Spider-Man 5. Oh, did I? Oh, Spider-Man Two on the PS5. Now, see, it's from the future. See, they've they're passing two completely and going all the way to five. <laughs> Technically, it's Spider-Man Three because there's Miles yeah. Morales. But yeah, <laughs> true enough. I like they kept the name simple. They're like, fuck it, it's just two. 
Yeah, well, yeah, you don't need to do any subtitle or anything. Gets people knowing what what uh, section of the uh, of the canon it's from. Like, is it a video game? Is it a movie? Yeah, it's a it's a video game. They should have called it "Let There Be Venom." <laughs> That's what they really needed to do. Let it be called "Let There Be Venom." But yeah, we see we see Miles and we see Peter, you know, chopping it up, fighting crime and everything. Which I mean, the fact that they are both featured so prominently in here you probably assume that we're going to be able to switch back and forth to the with them or there's going to be segments like there was Mary Jane segments in uh, the first game. Yeah, yeah, and they they've like complete they've teed themselves up perfectly for it cuz you got the game with Spider-Man with mm-hmm. uh, Peter and then you got the Miles game and then you got the game with both of them. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah fits really well. Uh, it's funny, you know, when we heard, you know, the monstrous voice from the dark, oh, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? I love everyone being like, oh, it's Craven. Oh, no, it's going to be Moreland because, you know, we're doing Spider-Verse. And then finally, oh, it's Venom. Okay, that's fine, too, I guess. Well, that makes sense given the ending of Spider-Man on the first game with the reveal also. of Harry Osborn being infected by the, the symbiote and whatnot. Yeah, the fact that they kind of called the one that they literally, you know, pointed to the rafters and said, <laughs> hey, we're doing this uh venom's voice sounds great as i found out later that's tony fucking todd that's the original Candyman. yeah love it someone also reminded me that he was zoom in the second season of flash i'm like oh yeah he was wasn't he yeah back when the flash was moderately good yeah i mean season two wasn't as good as season one or three but yeah uh captain coon helping us out right away saying spider-man 5 the search for two to four (laughs) yeah oh god we lost two to four games where did it go two to four uh, dlc packs that'll be coming out yeah really uh now obviously too you know venom was the first one they showed off but the first one had a ton of villains in it as well so you know just because venom's in here doesn't mean we're not going to see any other new ones yeah oh i imagine we'll get like the sinister six back i imagine doc ock will factor into it as well thanks to his Mm. relationship with peter in that game um as you said like craven i'd like to see craven uh definitely i'd like to see uh taskmaster come back and try and challenge peter again that'd be pretty fun that would be fun. Have him be like the recurring Virgil bad guy. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I've come back. I'm better now, but you're really not. Have him this um, time instead fight Peter, fight Miles. Ooh, that would be fun. Yeah, be like, hey, you know, you want to get to that next level, you got to fight me. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, have they dropped any reference to the Lizard? Again, it's been a while since I played that other game. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, there's like a couple of references to Lizard in through like uh, articles and stuff you pick up. There's like a guy in like a Halloween costume that's like, this looks That's like the original right. lizard you know yeah that would be good yeah i want some lizard up in there uh again i imagine someone like the jackal they would probably save for the third one because it's like oh no no we could build a whole game around clones and bullshit well i don't think they'll do that for the third one i think for the third one they'll do uh green goblin or something because like norman isn't the goblin in the first That's game true. and i imagine they're gonna like play it through like a trilogy and the thir- mm. third and maybe final game will be the green goblin or the hobgoblin true wonder if they'll uh, do any miles specific villains in there i wonder if we'll mm. get like the ultimate version of the scorpion who is just a cartel guy with like a hook on a chain i could see that yeah i could i could maybe see that i imagine prowler might be involved somewhere oh yeah, yeah, yeah he was yeah. in the prowler- first game how, how is it that Prowler just gets cooler and cooler in adaptation when he's been so lame in the comics for so long? Because they have to reinvent him every time. <laughs> I guess. Uh, the chat's saying, you know, Sandman and Mysterio. Yeah, you gotta get them in there somewhere. Or Sandman on, like, the PlayStation 5 mm, hardware. Every, oh, yes. A- a- every grain of sand comes to life. Oh, that'd be great. 
every grain of sand pop in your eyes. It's so fucking beautiful. <laughs> and, you know, if we could get, like, Screwball and everything, I'm trying to think who are some, like, mostly forgotten Screwball dance Screwball was in the first films. game, and I think she was in the Miles game. Right, I'm trying it's to think, It's been a while like, since other... I played Miles. I've got to replay it again. We're going to have a whole side plot with the Zodiac. And that... <laughs> was that lady who's a rabbit? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I know the one you're talking about. <laughs> White Rabbit leaves yeah. literal Easter eggs around the city, and you have to find them. Because, <laughs> yeah, apparently whoever wrote these ones really enjoyed, uh, what is it, Dan Slott's, like, decade-long run. I mean, come on, freaking, uh, what is it? Yeah, Mr. Negative is such a huge chunk, but who who else could be in there? Yeah, exactly. Again, Mr. Negative could come back. Alpha, but he's a villain. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I think Alpha Big Time would actually be a great villain for Miles, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some, like, uh, sort of rivalry there. I could see that, yeah. yeah. I was the failed Spider-Man yeah. sidekick. It should have been me. Yeah. Again, like, seriously, if you gave me the book on uh, Miles Morales, that's absolutely what I would do with it. Yeah, that would be pretty good. That, that's my request. Ooh, the Spider Slayers. Yeah, I agree. That would be cool. More giant Ooh, robots. Bonesaw. Yes. Oh, uh, R.I.P. Macho Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the horrors of technology. We can bring him back to life. And can live we, again. We can voice the character. <laughs> from beyond the grave. Yeah, I mean, he did so much voice work. You just clip it together from other stuff. Yeah, well, they do like what they did in The Mandalorian and feed it all into an AI and it generates the voice. <laughs> There you go. No eggity, no briggity. <laughs> the captain couldn't help this out again. You left me in a backpack with dirty gym clothes, Sandman. That's good. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, there's so many places you can go with that. Ooh, Hydro Man, same deal. He's made mm -hmm. of water. Molten Man made of fire. Yeah, get all those elements in there. I hope we get another cool, like, from the ground up reinvention. Like, I really like what that game did with Tombstone to where yeah. now there's, like, a Tombstone biker gang. Yeah, he's, like, a biker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to see, like, what's another, like, kind of lower-tier Spider-Man villain that they can absolutely reinvent the wheel on? There were, there, were, there were hints in the first one about the Magia crime family, so you could probably mm. do something with them. Ooh, Madame Mask and uh, Baron Nefario and everything. Yeah, yeah. They said They sound like they'd be good DLC. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, Spider-Mans, you defeated the Venoms, but now you got to go fight like an international crime conglomerate. <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah, Big Wheel. Yeah, we could do something with Big Wheel. <laughs> Ooh, Big Wheel now is just some like Fast and the Furious street racer. Yeah, well, that, that, that'd probably be a bit too similar to Overdrive. I guess so, yeah. He's a cholo now. <laughs> big wheel the cholo you get big tokes from youtube to play them <laughs> love you big tokes <laughs> wherever you are uh so yeah uh that wasn't the only marvel thing though they actually blew everyone's mind by having not one but two marvel projects they're working on and i could never have guessed the other one they were no. doing but it's fucking wolverine yeah well when i first saw the trailer i was like Oh, well, it's Insomniac again. Is this it, this is going to be like a DLC or something for like yeah, Miles yeah. or something? And then I like saw the guy sitting at the bar. I'm like, oh fuck, oh fuck, it's Wolverine. What, what I love is that uh, some non-comic readers. It took them a minute to put it together because I was reading reactions and comments and everything when this aired. And I'm like, wait, dingy bar guy in a cowboy hat? <laughs> is that fucking Wolverine? And then some people were amazed. It was only when he popped his claws. Like, what? You don't know that Wolverine loves flannel and cowboy hats and dingy <laughs> bars. 
which goddamn with how good the combat is in spider-man imagine what they're gonna do for oh, wolverine i i am so excited with this and it, like you like see it and you think about it and you're like yeah this makes total sense that they would do a wolverine game again go full devil may cry bayonetta where it's like oh he's got the juggle combos i wonder as well if this was because i am i wonder if this will be the team that made the miles morales game because that team wasn't the same one that made the marvel spider-man one because it was a smaller game so i wonder if maybe that game was like uh as well as feeding into the story and setting up miles and everything was kind of like a test where it's like okay if we can get this done you get choose fucking whatever you want to fucking do next i guess like wolverine I wonder, too, uh, how, how do you think they're going to deal with the whole, you know, healing factor thing? Because I feel that's the problem they have when they deal with Superman in video games, oh. too. Because it's like, by all right, nothing should hurt him. I, li- I like I liked the way they did it in that uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine video mm. game. Where it's like, the more damage you have on you, like it appears on your body and your skeleton appears and everything. And the more damage you get, that's like your health right oh thank you uh phoenix power there for the fall that's an interesting one i know uh when they were making a highlander game and they never officially actually made it but it had such a clever idea where they're like your health doesn't go down but eventually if you get hit enough you'll be put in like a dizzy stun state and when you're dizzy and stunned you can get decapitated okay yeah that could work that could work so uh, I feel that could work here for Wolverine. It's like, no, 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 nothing actually hurts him or kills him. But if he gets stunned too much, an enemy can, like, cut your head off or stab you in the heart or something that you can't heal from. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Captain Coon has been helping us out all night here. Uh, Yet again, Wolverine in his finest Canadian tuxedo. Man, I hope we have as many costume options in this as we did for Spider-Man. You know, we're going to get, like, the original one that looks like a cat. Uh, oh the, yeah the, the the yellow and and blue the the brown the x-force a goddamn exactly. patch with, with, costume yeah, oh, you know? oh yeah you gotta have patch you gotta have the white x-force from the remender years yeah yeah probably you, uh like an age of apocalypse or something where it's all blue and shit Ooh, uh uh what is it weapon x where it's just mm-hmm. him with his shirt off and the dumb helmet on yep yep Oh god, there's so many places you got. He's got to look like a samurai. You got to have like the Japanese one. Mhm. Mhm. Got to have the Hugh Jackman suit. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're going to get all of them. All of them. Oh my god, this is so cool. This is so cool. Yeah, Ultimate Wolverine can come too. Yeah, there's lots of great places you could go with this. Yeah, and I now I'm wondering like obviously this is most likely like 99% going to be in the same continuity as the Spider-Man games cuz why Sonya. would you do it if it wasn't the yeah. same company now i wonder if it'll be set in new york or whether it'll be mm. set in madripoor there's hints in the trailer that it mm. might be taking place in madripoor oh i like I that think a lot would fit wolverine a little bit better not just because of his connections with it but because that would allow the game to be sort of like freer f- freer and, and, and like uh actually reach that sort of mature adult yeah, yeah. theme of of wolverine where he's allowed to like cut people up and all that sort of stuff because you know madripoor is like a lawless fucking crime city, crime yeah. city not not you know new york again do we think this is going to be open world or do you think we, this this is going to be more level based i don't know the the the, the, th- the problem with uh, open world with wolverine was like how does he traverse that with spider-man it's fucking swing. easy because it's just swinging around and whatnot it's half the fun yeah i mean you could always be like oh we're just going to give him a fucking motorcycle 
That too, yeah. Get the Wolverine cycle, or you know, this is this is the part where Wolverine keeps his money so he can call a taxi <laughs> to take him where he needs to go. This is you have your phone where Wolverine can call X Uber to pick him up. You could, I guess, you could do something uh, with like traversal where he like uses his claws to climb up buildings mm. and like he can like jump really far and whatnot. He he flings himself because he knows he can't get hurt if he hits the ground; it won't kill him. Yeah, yeah. Or like I, I'm wondering as well whether they'll. Uh, adapt stuff from like the krakoan era of uh mm. of x-men and they'd be like oh well, the city has like krakoan gates all around it mm. and, like fast travel or follow me on this one he just calls his good buddy nightcrawler when he needs to go somewhere <laughs> kirk take me somewhere kirk i need help and he's just like god damn i cannot keep doing this for you every time i have a life logan i cannot i cannot be a fucking uber <laughs> I'd love that. So he's just calling other teleporters to help him out. <laughs> uh, good shit. But yeah, this uh, this is so 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 wicked. I'm so hyped for this. Yeah. I, so I'm. I have to imagine this game is not going to be coming out until after uh, Spider Man Two. Spider Man Two Probably, is in 2023, yeah. and I imagine this will be maybe 2024. Yeah, and this is just a teaser trailer. Ooh, Jaden has a good one. He says, "Make it similar to the Yakuza games." Yeah, Madripoor is an yeah. island. It's big, but not that big. Yeah, and you can just, like, run around it and all that. Yeah. There's there's levels to it. You know, you can go high, you can go low. Yeah, I man, Jade, I think you freaking nailed it on that one. Yeah, Kamarocho, big, but not so big. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm intrigued to see what they're going to do. I have to imagine it would be, like, an open world or, like, as you said, like a small open world. God, could you imagine that Wolverine walking around Camarocho and getting into fights <laughs> with street punks and everything? Uh, Lo Logan of the X Man. That's what he was doing in the eighties. <laughs> yeah, basically, that was all he did. <laughs> and again, Logan loves going to Japan. He does it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what villains do we need for this game? Silver Samurai, absolutely. Sabretooth, a given. Yeah, Omega Red. Omega Red, yep, there. I gotta get Omega Red in there. Maybe Gorgon, even. Yep. I imagine the Reavers will be one of the gangs you gotta fight. Mmm, Reavers, that's a good, good, solid choice there. You can go, you know, full, like, you know, uh, Friends of Humanity, stuff like that. All the mm -hmm. other uh, racist anti-mutant groups. Yep, yep. That would be really good. It would also be a great place, too, for guys like Bushwhacker and shit as well, if you wanted to dig even deeper into, you know, X-Men. Nuke, if he could fight Nuke. Oh, that'll be cool. Michael Reese just wanted to help out and to leave all the heavy lifting Captain could. Oh, well, thank you, Michael. Thank it's you. always very much appreciated. Thank you. Oh, yeah, Lady Deathstrike. Ooh. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. That's a winner right there. Oh, God, there's so many places you could go. This Maverick, any of those other, like, you know, Weapon X guys. You know what this also means as well? This means that, like, they've teed themselves up perfectly to do exactly what they did with Spider-Man here. Because you do this game, then mm. you do a second game with Laura or Darken. Mm -hmm. And then you do the third game, which is both of them. <laughs> stop, stop. I can only get so hard. Stop, <laughs> stop. Yeah, oh my god, that's fucking genius. You're absolutely right, Matt. Holy shit. That's, yeah. that's I wonder just, if they that's... will also, like, cross them over like yeah, with oh each god other. yeah they they have oh, to that'd be so cool this is leading up to the insomniac uh, new avengers team yeah or like a big like fantastic four game or something oh yeah i mean because if we're doing new avengers we got spider-man we got wolverine that means we're gonna need like a loot cage game yeah oh that'd be cool yeah a loot cage game with jessica jones in there Ooh, it's a side-scrolling beat-em-up where you trade off <laughs> 
And uh, I guess Doctor Strange was on that New Avengers too, wasn't he? Or did he not come till later? I'm trying to think who was on Bendis's New Avengers. God, do you think I would remember this at this point? I'm fairly certain he was. He's referenced a bunch in Marvel's Avengers. The Sanctum Sanctorum is in it. Yeah, yeah, their base of operations. Oh, the thing was on that team, and so was uh, Captain Marvel when she was Miss Marvel. Yep. So yeah, you might actually get your Fantastic Four game. How is there not like a big Fantastic Four game that's either like Borderlands or like, you know, uh, any of those other ones where you can like switch off back and forth? Just like four-player co-op, yeah. Yeah, like you would think there'd be a million really great That's what that, Guardian, that new Guardians of the Galaxy game should have been. It should it have been, really like, should have been. The, like that whole setup is like teed up for like a Fantastic Four game it really is you know i think the problem is they're like well we could do that or we could just focus on star lord and get the game out sooner yeah that's true <laughs> gotta make more money yeah you know you i can imagine actually a really great space shooter with carol danvers as well yeah it's like a bullet hell there where you know she just keeps firing lasers after lasers and there's Kree <laughs> and scroll destroyers and everything and giant space monsters <laughs> again there's so much untouched greatness there that they could totally do oh so i am so happy they're they're branching out into other avengers games same i think maybe maybe they should just like give insomniac like just the license for marvel games i mean i think they've done enough to earn it at this point but i think they also want to make some money and hey yeah. midnight suns could be good we don't know at least it's a different type of game yeah that's true that's true it's like, look, if you're going to give it to people, give them to, you know, people who can do good things with it in their genre. That's the real question, because obviously, you know, on some, yet they do amazing character action games. What other superhero genres haven't been touched on? Uh, what is it? Magmaster says a detective game involving Jessica Jones. Yeah, like a choose your own adventure, like, uh, what is it? Walking Dead style game with Jessica Jones would be fucking sweet. Yeah, I'd, I'd argue like a horror game. Maybe like a or Moon Knight horror game or something. Mm, yeah, that would be good. Or Blade, same yeah, deal. Like a, sur like a sur survival horror with Blade. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Would love that one. Would love that one. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, chat reminding me, too, that uh, Spider-Woman, who was on the new Avengers, was also a Skrull. Iron Man was there. Wolverine. Echo. Who Echo's getting mm -hmm. a big thing right now. Yep, yep. Kali Frederick again helping us out. Uh, odds of Spider-Man uh, Wolverine time travel game. Oh, yeah, if they just want to do the Jason Aaron story. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> do it. Oh, God, they go back in time and fight dinosaurs and shit. Oh, yes. Yeah, is the chat saying, when are we getting that Naughty Dog Punisher game? Yeah, come on, you mean to tell me that there's some company out there that doesn't make, like, war shooters and doesn't say, hey, can we just have the Punisher license, please? Yeah, can we just make, like it's it's just gta and you're the punisher and you're it's like gta but the other way blow, around. blowing away gang members and like thugs and everything well, here's the thing that cult classic punisher game that everyone loves on the ps2 violation made that then yeah. violation went and made saints row in yeah. fact saints row 2 plays a lot like that punisher game mm-hmm mm -hmm. I always thought that Violation should have come back and been like, okay, now the Punisher's in the open world now. <laughs> we took the same game engine and everything and just did it. <laughs> I mean, come on. There's so, so much good stuff that you could do on that one. I mean, yeah, come on. Like, any of the teams that makes, like, Call of Duty every other year, give them the Punisher license, make it like a crazy first-person shooter. Uh, yeah. Could you imagine how good that would be? Hell, have flashbacks to Frank's time and, like, the war and everything so they can even use their old war assets. <laughs> Come on, you can't tell me that that wouldn't be a license to print money. No, it, it absolutely would. 
and you can put in some sort of like, I don't know, you can put in a freaking multiplayer mode, but say that, you know, it's like all different, you know, Marvel soldier characters from all over the place. Like, hey, here's Nick Fury Jr. Yeah. Here's Black Widow, and they're all running around a map shooting each other, because why not? <laughs> Try to think, too, you know, you could probably give it a, what is it, like, what, what's a good one of these that you could give, like, the Overwatch Valorant hero shooter treatment? I feel like you could definitely do a Marvel version of that that would make good money. Yeah, I I imagine something like that would make good money, yeah. Jay, a Daredevil game a la Arkham City. Yeah, definitely, that is a winning formula. In fact, they almost made one of those on the PS2 that didn't happen. Yeah, I have to imagine they were probably, like, trying to, like, figure out how to do his, like, powers, because you can't see. It's like, it's how true. do you translate that into a video game, which is all visual? It's true. <laughs> I mean, shit, I know Ubisoft isn't everybody's favorite right now, but I think, uh, you know, if they were to take their, you know, begrudging thing they do in, you know, recreating real places, imagine if Ubisoft recreated uh, Hell's Kitchen New York in, like, painstaking detail. Oh, that would be pretty good. <laughs> where you could climb everything as Daredevil and jump off and do crazy leaps of faith and everything. I'd like a, I'd like a really good Iron Man game. Like, like I, they weren't very good, but like the the uh, no. the, the ones based on the movies. The one thing they did really well was like you were able to like switch out parts on like the armors, true, and be like that, that and, was like, good. Focus power on certain parts of the armor and everything. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I know. If they had like just given it a little bit more time, they could have had something there. Hey, uh, friggin' makers of Anthem, that game is bullshit. But what if you just repurpose it? Now it's about Iron Man. <laughs> I think that that's long, long dead. <laughs> oh God! Oh, absolutely, no doubt it is. Yeah, exactly, Joe. But how will Activision make and support multiple COD games all at once? Uh, they won't, and I know they won't. <laughs> yeah, who uh, who does good fighting games? Well, you got that game coming out, Sifu, where I'm like, oh man, that looks cool. I love the fighting system of that. Now, what if you were Danny Rand? Though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was thinking that the other day. It's like, oh, if get these guys who made Sifu making like like an iron fist game or something see i think like power man and iron fist the heroes for hire should be like an amazing side scrolling beat em up but they don't really make those anymore no well with this stuff like um streets of rage and everything yeah they kind of had some new ones even that uh river city girls which was like a sequel to river city ransom yeah that would have been good. Ooh, you beat the game as uh, Danny and Luke, and uh, then once you beat the game, you unlock, uh, what is it, Jess and Misty Knight, and you can play as them. Yeah, or Shang-Chi. Or Shang-Chi, that too, that would also be, I mean, Shang-Chi's kind of a big deal right now. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, Kung Fu and video games, they're like this, so you know. Uh, pretty well together. Pretty well together. We could talk about this all day, really. It's like, hey, you know what's a good game? You know what would make it even better if there were superheroes in it? <laughs> It's funny, too, to think that, you know, superhero games or superhero movies and TV shows have conquered one piece of media, but they we haven't really seen the explosions in games yet. I mean, I guess we're starting to see it between this and Guardians and Midnight Suns, but boy, was it a delayed reaction. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. No, again, they haven't been able to, like, crack that formula, which doesn't make any sense to me. Absolutely. Because, like, looking at comics, we'd be like, okay, well, like, you can't obviously do the same, same sort of premise mm -hmm. for a game for every character and everything so you do like well you do like a like an avengers game as like a multiplayer like a co-op mm. sort of like four person team fight sort of game yeah multiplayer so like, okay we'll do that but uh, now we'll make it a games of service and yeah. fuck it up and okay well then we'll do midnight suns okay we'll make it like XCOM. okay that's cool bad 
card-based combat. Card-based combat. Ooh, that's a good one. Sleeping Dogs, but it's Shang-Chi. I like that. Also, here's a good one. Uh, any street racing game, but it's the Ghost Riders. <laughs> it's the Ghost Racers you're racing in hell, is what it is. <laughs> it's like Marvel Mario Kart or something. Yeah, it's like the most violent, but, you know, violent, most heavy metal freaking combat racing game. So, like, uh, uh, Twisted Metal. Yes. Yeah, oh my god yeah twisted metal and ghost rider how is that one of the characters even has a head on fire how has that not been a thing <laughs> oh my god who uh who did that uh jaffe was he the one who did that i think so is he a maniac now i think he might be a maniac now i don't know <laughs> again it's hard to keep track but there you go, everyone. Again, we could literally keep talking about this topic forever, but we got to move on to other stuff. And again, hey, talking about maniacs, here's another guy. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the Immortal Hulk is going to be ending soon. Issue 50, which I think is the next one that comes out. It's the last one. Yep. Really excited for, you know, Al Ewing ending what is probably one of the greatest modern comic runs and definitely one of the greatest Hulk runs of all time. Yes, yes. The only problem is, is that the bulk of the series was drawn by Joe Bennett, who you'll remember found himself in hot water a couple months ago when everyone thought that he was putting anti-Semitic messages into an issue. Yeah, yeah. That uh, that all kind of, you know, blew over, but a lot of people are like, I don't know, this kind of feels like a third strike for him because, you know, he's made some comments before that, you know, he supports <laughs> Brazilian strongman dictator uh, Bolsonaro, mm -hmm. and he made some transphobic comments about She-Hulk on his Instagram, but it's like, okay, you know, maybe this doesn't prove anything. Well, apparently some more fan art of uh, that he drew of Bolsonaro came out, and Marvel's like, all right, we're officially done with you. Get the fuck out. <laughs> but get the fuck out after Hulk because we still need you to finish drawing <laughs> this herein lies the problem with punishing people in the comic industry it's like oh what he's done is horrible reprehensible you know we're not gonna hire him ever again when he's done here though because you know we need to get this out on time <laughs> well i can imagine it was probably like they were probably like 80 percent finished the book there's yeah. probably no you know they you hire can't another artist you, you can't really go back or anything i could understand their position they're in Ooh, 40 Mike with an absolute banger there. Three Reichs, you're out. <laughs> Basically, yes. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> More or fucking less. And again, this dude basically had a sign around his neck that said, I am a fuck up and I am going to fuck up again anytime soon. And he fucked up much sooner than we thought he would. And I guess the comic industry is stronger for it now because, hey, now got one less bad person there. Also, Al Ewing ripped him a new asshole yeah, too as I well. I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> As he definitely should, because he's like, God damn it, this, you know, run is basically my masterpiece in so many ways. Yeah, yeah. Don't let you be the fucking anchor be around my writing. Yeah, now, so, 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 um, from, from now, like, it's probably already happened, but what are the odds that he's gonna start on the podcast circuit, the, the right-wing podcast circuit, and then, Almost uh, and then start drawing, I don't know, fucking Cyberfrog or whatever the fuck yeah, they're fucking books. trying to do. <laughs> Yeah, books about frogs. Uh, I would say set your watch to it any time now. <laughs> any day now, because misery loves company, that's why. He's going to go join, well, what's that right-wing Twitter app, Parler or whatever? Was oh, it? yes. Yeah. Yes, he's going to take to Parler to talk about how, you know, he was, uh, you know, blacklisted and wrung out of the industry just for being a guy with horrible, horrible ideas. <laughs> And why was I punished for my horrible ideas and the things I have done? Why should it be my fault? 
Well, 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 if it's not the consequences of my actions. <laughs> All right. So uh, from there, we actually have a happy piece of news, and that is uh, the Spider-Man Beyond teaser trailer dropped this week, right around the same time as the penultimate issue of Spencer's Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, did you see this, Matt? I did. What'd you think? I think it looks like something I'm going to want to read now, oh, mainly because... Uh uh spencer's run is is ending which i means which mm. means we'll start be actually getting like coherent stuff and not overly stuffed issues yeah yeah you know i mean i defended it as much as i did and we'll we'll talk about the newest issue but yeah this newest penultimate issue this this was like okay you not only jumped the shark you jumped into space and over the moon and through the galaxy <laughs> and all the way to substack that's how far you jumped <laughs> jumped off this mortal coil but uh yeah so they're saying you know it's a story so big that not only one spider-man can do it we needed two yeah yeah we're just in time for the movie just in time for the movie because more than one spider-man is in vogue right now so you know we got to try and you know uh, prime the pump as it were heck it might not even just be ben riley either because we also see miles get uh, featured quite prominently in this as yeah. well in his new suit i have to imagine it'll be like all the uh like all of the spider-men mm, yeah like spider family i guess right you know the, the whole thing of the trailer is that it's kind of like a propaganda piece put together by the beyond corporation uh what is it from that old ellis series that also dealt uh what is it uh with the multiverse so lord only knows heck this ben riley might not even be the ben riley we know yeah yeah could be a completely different Ben Riley. Could be all sorts of shit. They also seek to imply that, you know, one Spider-Man isn't going to make it out of this. It looks like Peter, but hell, for all we know, they traded costumes, so who the hell knows? Yeah, it could be whoever. Like, it'll be a red herring. It could be a red herring. It could be any number of things. We also get a little taste of some of the villains they're going to be fighting in this one. We see the UFOs. Mm-hmm which is kind of cool. The UFOs, again, who were last featured in the Immortal Hulk actually being much more of a threat than they've normally been shown as. Yep. They're like, hey, we're like the Fantastic Four, but evil. And I'm like, oh, you know, that's cool seeing Spider-Man fight a whole team of, like, cosmically powered bad guys. Yeah, it'll, it'll be a, a bit of a change of pace, which is Definitely. welcome. <laughs> we see Bushwhacker in there, too. Apparently, Bushwhacker mm -hmm. and Ben already fought in the free comic book day issue, which I did not read. No, I didn't either. But I love the idea of Spider-Man fighting D-list loser villains, and Bushwhacker is one of my favorite D-list loser villains. It's pretty cool. It's pretty good. His name is, I mean, his name is Bushwhacker. Come on, Bushwhacker. <laughs> What's not to love about that? He's got a weird, gross gun arm. <laughs> I love everything about that. And also, too, oh, look, Matt, he's fighting Morbius. Oh, look at that. Wonder what why are, that what is. What are the odds? Oh, yeah, that one very felt like, hey, come on, we need multimedia synergy. Can you work it away for him to fight Morbius again? <laughs> Notice how no one wrote anything about Morbius. He had like a mini series, or not a mini, he had a series that lasted like, what, two issues when they canceled it and scuttled the release of the movie? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, what's Michael Morbius been up to? I don't know, but we'll see. Probably nothing of note. And also Craven again, too. I'm like, wait, didn't Craven just have a whole big event where you, like, killed one Craven and brought in another one? He gets another big story arc? Of course, everyone loves Craven. Everyone loves Craven, even if this Craven technically isn't the real Craven. Yeah, it's technically Craven's son, but his clone. It's his son and his clone, who is genetically and exactly the same, but don't ask any questions about <laughs> it. <laughs> 
don't ask any questions about it because Nick Spencer felt it was very important to, you know, uh, what is it, protect the sanctity of Craven's last time, which which I can't blame him. I understand why he did it, even if it is a deeply fanish thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> no, that Craven died. This is a different Craven who is also the same. <laughs> Look, I get it, man. But yeah, this this looks fun. This looks interesting. And I think, you know, after the place that Spencer has left it in, for better or worse, a lot of people are going to be interested in this breath of fresh air. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people are just like, okay, you know, enough kindred, enough whatever the hell that was. Can we just get back to whatever we were doing before? Yeah, as, as I said, it, it's going to be nice to have, like, to pick up a Spider-Man issue and not just have it be, like, like overly stuffed and like yeah. full of bloat and everything yeah and a lot of dry mechanics and everything for better or worse yeah. i i had a pitch too uh because i was reminded hey you know last time we saw ben riley in the main spider-man book he was a villain because he was the jackal in clone conspiracy mm -hmm. and he did a lot of really bad shit to the spider-man cast of characters including the lizard's family who he helped clone as gross lizard creatures who yep. have to live in the sewer. Yep. You know, it would be nice to show that Ben's on the straight and narrow now if he, like, makes them, like, a juice or a serum that makes them human so they don't have to live in the sewer anymore. Yeah. Oh, I, I, and again, like, that, that's that's implying that this could be that Ben Riley. Could always could be, be a anything. different one. It could. You know, there's lots of places they could go with this. Who Who is to say? where they could potentially go with this also i i love how nostalgia works how for so long people hated ben riley because he was the clone and he wasn't the real spider-man and he was so inferior and yet there was also another small group of people who are like no we like ben because ben was the spider-man in the book when we started reading we didn't know there was a difference and now enough time has passed where it's like yeah ben riley we're so nostalgic for you and so happy for you <laughs> Also, too, as we saw with Superior Spider-Man, maybe with Ben Riley, much as they were with Doc Ock, they're not going to be nearly as precious about what happens to him. And maybe yeah. they won't handle him with such kid gloves and, you know, leave him in, you know, amber. Maybe Ben Riley will actually be able to, you know, make some mistakes and be a human and, and actually grow, you know, have some pathos. Grow as a character, yeah. And grow past a certain point and actually have some pathos. Yeah. And again, that's not just a Spider-Man problem. Batman has that problem. Superman has that problem. So many heroes. I feel so many writers and it's not even really the writer's fault it's editorial and the company's fault where it's like no don't rock the boat so hard yeah yeah don't tip the boat over you know we got to keep making stories about these guys forever mm -hmm. <laughs> our chat uh, cosmic reject i still hate ben riley nostalgia be damned <laughs> well there you go at least you know you stuck to your gun we got to appreciate you for that <laughs> uh also because you know once ben riley gets in there it's like okay well what about all the other clones though yeah because you know it's only a matter of time. Yeah, where's Kane? Yeah, where's Kane? Where's all these other guys? Where's Carrion? Where's yeah. all those other guys? Yeah. Where's Spider-Side? <laughs> and all those other fucked up characters. Because, again, we can't just have a clone. We need the clone and all the baggage that comes with the clone. <laughs> When's the Jackal going to show up again? Oh, he, he's coming. He's coming. Is the Jackal alive or dead at this point? I think the last time I remember hearing about him, he was actually giving Spider-Gwen trouble over in her book, which makes sense, given the mm -hmm. relationship. Yep. Is he going to be the big... Is he going to be the new kindred, the Jackal? It was me. I was behind all of it. <laughs> I, I I also hope, since this series is actually coming up quite soon, that like Ben Riley, ben Riley uh, actually 
Like, they make reference to his role in Iron Man at the moment. Mm. I mean, they'll have to. Like, I went to space and fought Korvac on Tartu. I lived in Vegas like your weird uncle. <laughs> I've done lots of things, actually. <laughs> I've done so many things. <laughs> It'd be cool if it was all about Ben Re Like, all these foes were fighting, were coming after Ben Riley, not Peter. Yeah, oh yeah, right. And Peter's like the second <laughs> fiddle for a change yeah that's funny that'd be fair if he gets to be a supporting character yeah honestly that's fine too you know spider-man spider-man's done a lot if he just wants to like take a break and hang out there <laughs> maybe like you know drink some tea and read his stories that's fine <laughs> hey spider-man you have you've been through a lot in the last couple of years you can just chill out man just yeah, take just, it take it real take a, easy take a put your feet up yeah have a vacation and fans would be like yeah good for him he deserves that <laughs> i'm just glad he's happy somewhere just hanging out but we could check in on him every so often you know he's doing laundry he's checking the mail he's mowing uh aunt may's lawn and everything he's still doing stuff he's there it's fine hey whatever happened to that aunt may has cancer plot uh everyone forgot about it oh hey i thought so yeah everyone just forgot about it <laughs> But yeah, you're right. That was a big deal for like a minute in the other books. Oh no, I have cancer. I can't tell, you know, uh, Peter, because, you know, it might make him worry. Yeah. Yeah, everyone just forgot. But you know what I didn't forget about, Matt? What's that? Our, our next news story. Uh, and that uh, revolves around those Webtoon DC uh, partnership books that they got coming out soon. This week, they actually stealth released the first couple issues of Batman Wayne Family Adventures. And uh, you actually got to read them and cover them for your channel. And I'm actually a little uh, jealous because if I didn't have three Suicide Squad books this week, I would have wanted to do that. Oh, I still had three Suicide Squad books. I still have three Suicide Squad books. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm glad I actually did because uh, these did really well. They looked fun. They looked good. They looked basically everything I wanted from a team up like this, where it's like, yeah, what if there was a superhero book that dealt with them when they weren't fighting crime? What yeah. if it just focused on the human element? Uh, it's just a slice of life. Which is cool, which you can do. Yeah, yeah. It's got like a loose story about like Duke uh, moving into the uh, Wayne mansion and like Damien being his like tour guide and like like <laughs> fucking with him and being like ah oh, yeah the uh, the T-Rex like actually eats people and intruders and like there's a laser grid all, all across like the yard and everything so you got to be careful and all that sort of stuff and the second issue is about uh like that when they finish a fight they get to have like cookies and special Aww. treats if they like if no one comes back injured and <laughs> they, they all end up fighting over their last cookie and then of, of course. course alfred gets the last cookie because it's alfred yeah and he probably made them or bought them yeah and the la and the third issue was just about uh barbara talking with her dad about like her day and she's like oh yeah i was just at the library helping people and it's like it's actually her as oracle like preventing damien from taking the batmobile out for a joyride and like directing spoiler and red robin to like a bank robbery right oh, that sounds also captain Kun in the chat there apparently they resolved it in issue 15 of friendly neighborhood spider-man the cancer plot what did she just not have cancer anymore <laughs> did she go in remission did she get over it what happened <laughs> i'm assuming so if no one mentioned it again if it just got resolved yeah yeah it's like the cancer plot in the room just goes away <laughs> But yeah, this uh, this sounds like fun. This sounds like, you know, everything I wanted from this partnership and something that I know there's an audience for. Some people just want to read their superheroes vibe and Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, like going by the numbers on my video, people definitely want that. 
yeah, there's definitely an audience for this, and it's an audience that DC and Marvel have both kind of neglected, where it's like, no, every story needs to be serious, and, you know, everything needs to, you know, lead to the next big event. It's like, you know, sometimes we just want to read our superheroes being people. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's refreshing as well for it to be the Bat family, because, like, yeah, that seldom happens. That sort of stuff seldom happens in, like, the main comics. Like, when it does, it's, it's like, really good, but, like, yeah, but it, like it, it very rarely happens, like, to this level. Also, Bruce Parker again answering our question about the cancer. Doctor Strange helped. He couldn't help her when she got shot that one time, but apparently he <laughs> could magic cancer away. Oh, so why doesn't he do that for everyone then? Yeah, oh, you have fun. to be you have to be a superhero, don't you? And like know a superhero. Yeah, I see that how sounds it is. Fucking stupid. I can see why they stopped bringing that up. Yeah. 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 If there's a magical <laughs> solution to all of your problems. <laughs> Also, too, another thing I noticed about this book is that, uh, what is it, Damien is drawn with actually a much darker complexion than he normally is, which I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right, because Damien actually isn't white. Yeah. But most of the comics forget that. Yeah, they do. Again, this whole thing being like, hey, here's, you know, a Batman story that's also a little bit more inclusive because, you know, hey, we have the Asian member of the family mm -hmm. and everything else here. And, you it's know, the Duke same with Cassandra Kane as well. She's a yeah, little, exactly. little dark skinned as well just she is it's just a lot of artists forget that sometimes yeah i like it yeah it was, it was very good i'm intrigued to see as well like if like this was their first one what else are they have they got in store for us for real because yeah, they I haven't announced like what's like on on the roster or anything no they haven't this like they just dropped surprise. this one yeah total total absolute surprise yeah I, I imagine we're probably going to see more like this, probably more slice of life, more stuff you can't get in the main DC books. Yeah, yeah. Did you also see that Marvel also like responded to this? It was like, oh, webtoons, eh? Well, we're rebranding our Marvel Unlimited app, and that's going to have oh. webtoon comics on. I I read the X Men one because it was by Jonathan Hickman. Oh, nice. And yeah, it was, it was just like a Wolverine one, just like saving people from AIM. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, that's it, fine. it wasn't as heady as like, I was like expecting, oh, is this going to like tie into Inferno tie in, yeah. or, or any, and it's like, yeah, it's just, just Wolverine, like floating through space, cutting up aim soldiers. I mean, that's fine. There's an audience for that too. Yeah. 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 Now, again, I, I don't know what the actual metrics on like a webtoon thing is and what, you know, constitutes a success and what doesn't, but the numbers from what I understand were actually pretty high for these. Oh yeah. I, I saw so many people talking about it. So, yeah, I guess uh, we could chop this up to an early success so far. Yeah, it's doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. Yeah. There's a comic that you can read for free, and it's, you know, stuff you've been asking for. You can pay. Um, so, like, they release three chapters for free, and then you can get the next three for, like, coins. Uh, and, like, okay. the, like the, the next issue is, like, five coins, then ten coins, then fifteen coins. And I think that's how oh. they make their money. But it, okay. But you could also just wait every week to get it for right. free. Right okay that's that's not a bad uh you know business model at all where it's like if you like it enough you'll pay and if you don't or if you can't you can just wait yeah it's basically the patreon model in a way <laughs> yeah kind of yeah that's that's not bad at all you know again i i, I think these things here are you know a, a net good mm -hmm. absolutely it's dc experimenting and doing different stuff which they definitely need absolutely yeah so all right so we'll chop that up to a success here's hoping i can look at these eventually when my own uh what is it comic pile lightens up a bit i couldn't justify you know doing this new stuff and i'm like oh, i got so much old yeah. stuff i need to do i can understand that yeah 
Yeah, I got to get some of these done. I I got to make some cuts at some point too. I know some series are coming to an end, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> also, NR helping us out there too. You can pay like nine cents for ten coins. Oh, fuck me, that's a good deal. Yeah, I think he means ninety cents. Oh, okay, that yeah. might make sense too. Yeah, I think I think they they they're quite reasonable. Yeah. Right, as you would think so, because these are short too. These are like digital comic length. Yeah, yeah, and they 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 set out like um. They're like one long image, mm, yes, They're not yes. like an actual like you pretty because it like I uh, like I I expected it to be sort of like manga esque where it's sort of like yeah sort yeah. of like a comic but yeah it's like one long like image. I guess the idea being so you can read it on more devices. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yes, ninety nine cents. Well, again, that's still also pretty good. I mean, what else can you buy for ninety nine cents? You can't buy a regular comic for ninety nine cents. No, no, absolutely not yeah god god help you that would be nice so yeah there you go there's a there's a little base touch in with batman wayne family adventures if you haven't checked it out uh you can because they just stealth dropped it yeah definitely go check it out and check out all some of the other stuff on there because they've got some really good stuff i've been exploring webtoons a little bit and there's there's some pretty good stuff on there made a made a believer out of you have uh have you checked out the one about the pretty boys who are priests who <laughs> fight stuff apparently that's very popular i've been seeing that picture more and more in my feed and i'm like huh so this is what webtoons has huh <laughs> pretty boy priest demon fighter and i'm like all right <laughs> i will admit the art actually looks really good like it's like it's a funny premise but someone clearly put a lot of time and effort into said premise yeah yeah there, there's some really good looking stuff on there yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, all right, I guess we could talk about what we read this week. Uh, where would you like to begin, Matt? Uh, let's begin with DC, because they finished Infinite Frontier this week. They did, they did. Again, this series feel like it really came and went quite quick, didn't it? It did. I didn't expect an issue after, like, last week we got, like, issue uh, five. I didn't expect issue six, like, the week after. Same, same, same uh so yeah a, a lot happened in here this is the grand conclusion of the story we see all the different heroes and all the different storylines converging on omega world where they fight it out yeah they, they they fight it out in front of dark side who's getting ready to crack open the omniverse to get his uh power up his extra yeah. power up he's already nigh invincible as like a godlike being now and now he wants more because of course he's, he does He's not OP enough. He needs to be a little bit more OP. Yeah, he's going New Game Plus. New Game Plus. You know, you will not nerf him in the next update. You can try, but you will not nerf him. That's basically what the heroes are trying to do here, nerf him in the next update. Yeah, and um, it's thanks to Obsidian and Jade uh, who end up uh, bringing, bringing Roy back to life, basically. Freeing him from the, uh, the control of the Omega Lantern, Black Lantern ring. Mm-hmm. Which uh, I love how Obsidian does that. He's like, hey, you know, don't give in to the darkness. I know a thing or two about falling to darkness. And, you know, I always thought it was a bad thing. But, you know, now I know that it happened for a reason. So I can help people like, you know, like, oh, that's a really nice character beat yeah. for him. And again, really good use of like bringing him into that book. Like, mm -hmm. it's like now we know why he was there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for this one very, very big, very cool moment. Uh, what is it? Uh, our, our, our multiversal's finest, uh, President Superman and Flashpoint Batman, they get a really cool moment where they, like, tag team Machine Head, the, you know, big traitor of the Justice League incarnate. Yeah, they beat up Iron Man. Yeah, they beat the shit out of him good, don't they? Him and his goddamn yeah. Meta Knight. I, I, I like um, uh, 
Thomas's. Like it's, again, it's 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 kind of it, it's cool, but like I I keep remembering it's like oh no, this is just Joshua Williamson undoing all the shit that that mm-hmm. Tom King did, where he where uh, Thomas is talking about like 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 machine uh machine head wants to kill him because he can't destroy flashpoint world so he'll take it out on thomas and thomas is like ah, i still have a family and jason and damien and bruce mm. and, and it's like oh yeah people all you tried to fucking kill yeah well he says it's like look i can't make it up to them yet so the best thing i can do <laughs> is try and save their world and i'm like you know what fair enough fair, baby steps baby yeah, steps yeah, baby. thomas yeah at least at least williamson is trying to rehab this character <laughs> Yeah, at least he admits, like, look, he's not going to make it up all at once. That no. would be stupid. <laughs> so, you know, he'll start by saving the world, and we'll work on him more in the Justice League Incarnate miniseries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a nice touch. They try and save Flash, but they don't do it. The Flash ends up disappearing, Barry Allen. They lose him somewhere. Yeah, Superman smashes up the machine, and it blows up, and, yeah, he just disappears. He's gone. He's gone there. Uh, they they do a really good job cleaning this all up, too, when it's done, where Darkseid's like, well, fuck, I can't get what I wanted, so I guess I'll use my power to send you all back to where you're from, and then I'll bar entry to Omega World so you can't come back. I, I like that he didn't bother. Like I like that he's so above just, like, superhero fights now. He's just like, eh, I can't be bothered fucking with you. I've killed Machine Head, you know. Just get out of my face. Just, yeah, yeah, fuck off. You've ruined my plans. <laughs> psycho pirate leaves because he's yeah, like yeah oh, i'm no, going I'm to another, another dc crisis. event yeah i'm off to another dc comics <laughs> which wow they create so much sympathy for psycho pirate here it's like oh yeah your whole existence is just going from one world ending event to another huh yeah. you're never allowed to be free yeah yeah <laughs> it fucking sucks being you <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's got a cool new costume now so he has a very cool new costume uh roy and cameron chase actually have themselves a really nice conversation that wraps up the whole you know thematic linchpin of this story and that is like hey what would you do if you found out there were other universes and other versions of you and honestly they wrap it up in a really nice bow that i never thought they'd be able to do where you know chase says maybe people shouldn't spend so much time you know fearing if the other version of them out there in the multiverse is the better version or the worst version maybe you're the best version of you and you just don't know it yeah you got to be the greatest version of yourself and i'm like wow that's actually really sweet and a really nice way to think of it if there were multiple universes like well they can't really affect your life and you can't affect theirs so all you can really do is strive to be the best version of you in any multiverse you're in yeah it's 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 a nice story and nice like uh ending to like a an, an event like this usually there's some i mean we do get like the big reveals and oh, everything we but like this the, the this like felt like like a really nice ending like compared to like it's, other events yeah it had a beginning middle and end and yeah. all the characters had arcs in fact yeah. it's a it's the complete opposite of another book we'll talk about this week that was also <laughs> mired in continuity and retcons and fixing shit this <laughs> this is the one that did it right yeah yeah it's it's good and then and roy is off to the to the titans academy to be i know used in that book i guess i I think he has an arc in that series and i'm like i don't care enough to read it (laughs) it probably won't be as good as this (laughs) it probably won't be as good as this i refuse to step down from a call me when there's a green arrow book finally (laughs) 
call me when that happens. Uh, also, too, Cameron Chase is now the new head of the DEO, and Mr. Bones ran off to go join that Checkmate, Checkmate. Leviathan book, which I still not reading and I have no intention to. Yeah, he disappeared into the wind. His bones rattled yeah. its way into the wind. <laughs> <laughs> Dis disappeared into the Bendis books, never to be seen again. <laughs> But yeah, the, the big, you know, thing that they uh, leave us on there is, you know, dark side is like, ha ha ha, you know, I may have lost this round, but I'm going to grow my war chest again. I'm bringing back all my apocalypse buddies, including Grail. Hey, someone remembered Grail existed. <laughs> Grail, I'm here too. I know we were enemies before, but now I'm just a member of the family now. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess maybe, maybe, maybe he can influence them because he's basically ah, a god or something. I don't know. They also say, you know, there's maybe good to see some other villains there. Maybe Eclipso. He's pretty hot yeah. right now. Maybe Trigon and Necron. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Upside Down Man. And uh, that wasn't oh, actually yeah. tri Trigon. That was uh, the Empty Hand, which is a, oh. uh, a, a uh, Grant Morrison creation and part of the Gentry, which is like this like thing above the hand above all and all that sort of stuff. Right. Like, it's, it's a real okay. fucking Grant Morrison Totally. Uh, creation yeah he, he yeah, was in the multiversity and everything yeah because like oh yes that's right i do remember yeah the empty is that hand big was fucking like... eye and everything and right yeah. who was like narrating all and there was a page like, in this that looked like a big fucking eye right of course yeah because you know the hand that starts the universe that was blue and we thought was dr manhattan but it was you know it's an open hand so obviously the opposite of that you know if the if the open hand is good the empty hand is you know all the evil because it's a closed fist yeah again yeah very morrison idea you're totally right <laughs> yeah and uh yeah we find and we find out that that he's going after the great darkness which is a legion of superheroes thing wow holy shit joshua williamson you got deep cuts on you yeah but back in the was that a keith giffen book i do believe so yes yeah that and then it was also referenced in bendis's recent legion of superheroes book as something mm -hmm. that happened as well uh so it's, all, it's all coming together it's all coming together holy holy continuity deep cuts i can also understand why some younger fans are like i don't know what's happening anymore <laughs> I know some people were so lost when Mr. Bones came out dressed like a pirate. It's like, wait, what What do you mean he used to look like that? Yeah, he did when he started as an Earth 2 villain. He was an Earth 2 villain? Yes, yes, he was, actually. Yeah, yeah and, and speaking of Earth 2, I, I imagine they're probably a bit more confused because right at the end, we, oh. get, we head to the original Earth 2. Multiverse 2, which is literally everything that's left over from the original 1985 crisis. Yeah, and it's it's now become like a junkyard world where like other worlds go to die. Yeah, which and makes Pri a lot of sense. And Pryor is there and he has to Fucking watch all Pariah. this. Fucking <laughs> God damn it, we haven't seen him in decades. Forever. <laughs> literally forever he's talking about other crises like oh yeah when alexander luther tried to do this and oh the fucking anti-monitors tried to do that yep yep i guess they had to do this eventually because you know they keep saying like oh well all the old stuff happened and you know new 52 still happened too they just all happened together it's like no they couldn't possibly have all happened together there has <laughs> to have been another multiverse out there and joshua williamson is like yes okay yes there was <laughs> There was just a whole other multiverse. It's still out there in some form. And now maybe they're going to be crashing together. Yeah. And the, the flash is sent by prior to like on a mission or something or like he's imprisoned or something. Cause he's imprisoned on his own earth. That is specifically for the flash. 
it's basically a heaven dimension. Yeah, yeah. He basically puts him in his own heaven dimension like they did for original Golden Age Superman and everything. Yeah, well, and that also begs the question, so, like, the, this, this is called Earth Flash 1. Uh, yes. Does that mean, like, in whatever next event or something, like, the heroes are going to get trapped in their own Earths? It certainly looks that way. What if I trapped you in an Earth that was your greatest wish and everything you could ever want? Yeah, well, I fuck up the multiverse or something no doubt fuck up the multiverse or you know it makes a story of being like oh well you know the the essence of you know drama is conflict we can't live in worlds without conflict yep and prize like no i can do it you know i can save everyone i can make everyone happy yeah i can break the cycle which you know i gotta feel like is that how joshua williamson feels sometimes when he's writing <laughs> no i can make everyone happy i can save everyone again yeah yeah it felt like that as well coming from like mr bones as well which that was like his whole thing is like i can break the cycle we don't have to do yeah. this anymore uh, w yeah. we can do something different <laughs> he sounds like a writer doesn't he <laughs> <laughs> and again editorial which i guess is like the gods and the powers that be in this universe no the cycle will continue <laughs> Well, cycle will continue until we can't make any more money off it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this was super cool and promises so much more for the future, doesn't it? It does, yeah. It it sets up like it obviously sets up that Justice Incarnate book because they're gonna go mm -hmm. be going after uh they're gonna try Dark and side. find find Darkseid and Barry and everything. So that's their story and everything, which I'm looking forward to. Me means that Same. book is definitely gonna be needing like a required reading it's a must read now yeah this series also again continues to prove what we've been saying forever and that is like uh ah, yes the infinite frontier era of dc is just joshua williamson being like everyone get on my back the whole company <laughs> i'll carry you okay off. i'll be like atlas and hold up the entire world <laughs> he basically is like he's the guy right now and again in comics that happens you know the companies will pick a guy and be like okay you're the guy now for this year yeah. moving forward don't fuck it up yeah yeah and so yeah so far he ain't fucked it up no he's been doing very well as an architect yeah yeah i i'm intrigued as well to see how he's going to go balancing this and doing uh batman batman oh god yeah i'm like oh no you poor man that feels like too much are you gonna be all right <laughs> so are you gonna combine the stories is this is this all part of your master plan maybe that that again, again that's perfect for him to bring back thomas wayne in that absolutely yeah i mean it's basically again it's pointing to the stands and saying i will do this at some point yeah, and also, i will fix I, this shit <laughs> i will fix what tom king broke because he was chosen to be the guy too and he fucked it up and now the guy under him gets to fix it <laughs> it's poetic justice in a way i will right the wrongs of the father it's really I don't great know why. thinking about like how like yeah williamson was like the the co-writer like the 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 understudy the to, to, to king on like so much stuff like like that truth mm. run with the flash mm. uh, that that mm -hmm. sequel to the button and yep. all that sort of stuff and isn't now he's in charge of it all <laughs> the, the powers at bdc realized too close oh god damn we picked the wrong guy shit yeah, we backed the wrong horse <laughs> we backed the wrong horse in this one fuck maybe it's not too late <laughs> maybe it's not too late <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Infinite Frontier is really good, and I really like the ending. I can understand what some people were saying, and that is this is a little impenetrable to some people because they're like, hey, kids, here's a whole universe that existed back in 85 when you weren't even reading comics. Maybe not even alive, but it's going to be very important. Yeah, I can I can see why it is, but for someone like me who loves all that shit, I, I just can't get enough of it. It's, you know, again, it's classic DC. Sometimes a DC continuity is the story, and this is one of those. Yeah. 
And also, I, I hope if he can just keep it as good as he has been with Roy and with Jade and with everyone else, be like, no, 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 we're still telling a story here. There's still character arcs with beginning, middles, and ends. Yeah, it's just not worlds crashing into each other and cool things yeah. that look like posters and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. There's actually stuff going on here this time, we promise. Yeah. Character will come first. And also, it doesn't always have to be about Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. I mean, that's we have really like Superman in here. That's what I really liked about the event. The, the Earth Zero was, while it was a big part about it, since the whole crux of this whole ordeal was because their shit keeps getting, like, saved mm. while everyone else dies, they weren't yep. even fucking part... They weren't even... In, I think they were in, like, the first issue, and that was it. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I loved it. it was, I loved it. It was all about other people. I love it when they give, you know, the reins to other people for a change. Yeah. Because, yo, the JSA is cool, and Infinity Inc. is cool, and Roy Harper is cool, and we like it when they do cool things. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess from there, you know, there was a series that, you know, wielded continuity well and, you know, retconned things for the better to a story that didn't do those things, Matt. And what's that? I'm talking about Amazing Spider-Man number 73, <laughs> the big penultimate issue to Nick Spencer's run. Now, you've not been reading this, but you've been keeping up with it via what I tell you. Yeah, I, I've been debating on whether oh, I should go back, but then every time you talk about it, I'm like, oh, that, that just seems so fucking tiring. tiring. <laughs> tiresome. <laughs> yeah, well, again, you know, I, I, I kept thinking like, no, he can do it, Nick Spencer. I believe in him. He made Secret Empire work, which I loved. He did Superior Foes and Ant-Man. He's going to bring it all together. He's got a plan. This penultimate issue was like, oh, you have no plan at all. You're just flailing and hoping that something hits, aren't you? <laughs> you were already out the door to Substack when you wrote these issues. <laughs> Man, I would love a fucking timetable to be like, when did he know that deal was going through when did he know what was going to happen when is he just like all right i have checked out mentally and emotionally <laughs> so the big crux of this issue is that you know kindred says oh i will reveal my true face to you mary jane next time because i'm apparently not harry osborne but i have to be harry osborne or none of this actually makes any sense <laughs> Well, Kindred removes the mask, and we see that it's actually Sarah Stacy. Okay. Do you know who Sarah Stacy is, Matt? Like Gwen's sister or something? No, that is Gwen and Norman's daughter from the much-hated, oh, much-maligned-since-past <laughs> really? storyline. Really? Yeah. Fuck. Oh, I know. But don't worry, though. Remember how before One More Day, that was the most hated storyline because people could not stomach the idea of Gwen sleeping with gross old goblin Norman? Yeah. Well, don't worry. Nick Spencer has retconned that now. So that never happened. They never actually slept together. They were never actually, you know, uh, parented by Norman. Instead, Sarah and her brother Gabriel, who became the Grey Goblin ever so briefly and the American son during Dark Rain, but don't worry, he doesn't fucking matter. He never comes back <laughs> up again. They were actually test tube babies created by an evil AI of Harry Osborn. This is all so tiresome boy is it ever and he apparently came up with this idea around the same time he came up with probably his most famous you know scheme and that was to create the life model decoys of harry's or of uh, peter's parents to make them think that he had uh, they had come back to life well, he's like oh that plan's so good i'm gonna do the same thing to my dad by making <laughs> him think he had two kids that he didn't have <laughs> And this hurt him more than, uh, what is it, Gwen, for some reason, who was already dead. Oh, god damn it. 
And they're like, but wait, but Mary Jane told that story to Peter about, you know, Gwen's infidelity and everything. How do they explain that? Well, Mysterio was actually her psychiatrist for all those years and was putting mental suggestions into her brain. Oh, God damn it. Mysterio also helped, uh, what is it, Harry, you know, uh, lie to his father as well. Apparently Mysterio has just been everywhere and filling in every crack in this story. Yeah, yeah. Apparently Mysterio really fucking gets around. <laughs> but also, it might not actually be Sarah Stacy because again, if it's not Harry, it doesn't make any sense at yeah, all. it doesn't make any sense at all. Maybe his AI is, like, possessing her body, but why would he do that? Because there's another completely good hairy body running around. What was the point of jumping in to Sarah's body, if only to retcon this story? Which, don't get me wrong, I have no problem with that. Also, the clone bodies are breaking down because we see Sarah burying a bunch of clone bodies, which I think backs my theory that there's been more than one kindred running around for a while. Mm -hmm. Also... AI Harry got serum from the chameleon, which is why he was able to look however people wanted him to look at the time, which is why we're only seeing the Sarah face now. Oh, God damn it. But it doesn't matter, because call me Kindred. Also, Spider-Man is here in this story, too, but he doesn't actually fucking say anything for 22 pages. And it's like, yeah, this is a Spider-Man book. <laughs> oh, this stopped being a Spider-Man book a long time ago. Literally all this shit is happening to other people. <laughs> Also, if it's an evil AI, too, then does that mean that Kindred was never actually paranormal and the Sin Eater and Ned Leeds and all these people who came back from the dead, are they deteriorating clones, too? God damn it. <laughs> because if we're doing science and magic at the same time, that's a hard pill to swallow. And oh, yeah, Mephisto and Doctor Strange are still playing casino games for people's souls. Yeah, uh, God damn it. But suddenly Mephisto doesn't seem nearly as important now because they've thrown all of this into question. If there's actually anything magic at play or if it's, you know, crazy super science. Yeah, oh, far out. There's just too much going on. And I'm so happy new. I'm not reading this book anymore. You, this, this is the one that jumped the shark for me. I'm like, okay, right at the end you officially made me not care anymore. And I was afraid it was going this way and then it happened. God damn it. Remember when, like, like Nick Spencer was a good writer? <laughs> Yes. Remember, yes. remember his like awesome Captain America run and Secret Empire, and, and all that sort uh, of stuff. Ant Man, Ant Man, yeah. yeah. Hell, even in this run, remember the great fake news J Jonah Jameson story? Yeah, you told? all remember that, all, all like that early stuff, stuff. all that early stuff before Kindred. <laughs> this, well, I mean, Kindred was always there. I think just explaining Kindred. Yeah, yeah. Before he took it, over the story, yeah. Yeah, because it's all, it's just so dry and mechanical, and it's just like, you know, these are things I don't like as a fan, and I'm going to retcon on my way out the door, which is fine, but you got to tell a story about it. None of this was fun to read. That's the problem. Yeah, uh, $10 from Michael Reese. Joel deserves hey. a tip for just reading and making any sense of the Spider-Man comic. It is. It's, I, it's, I his, it's his version of me doing what I was doing with Tom King's Batman. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, we both shared that one together <laughs> yeah, where it's yeah. like, what is even happening anymore? <laughs> and the worst part about that, too, is, the, again, I because I thought of Tom King's Batman run when I thought of this. Where I'm like, what the fuck is Kindred's plan anymore, even, in yeah. this penultimate issue? And I realized something I truly hate and something that I hope I don't see in a comic ever again. Because much like Bane... Kindred's plan is, I'm going to break you, Spider-Man. What does that actually entail? Yeah, well, does that, is that a physical break? Is that, like, are you going to break their mind? Like, yeah. Well, like, yeah, that's very broad. 
it is. Do, do you want me to quit? Do you want me to go crazy? Do you want me to try and kill myself? Like, again, there's a lot of ways that we could go with that. What What does that... Are you, are you just going to kick my ass? Like, what yeah. does any of this mean? Because when, when, when Kindred first came in, wasn't it, like, something like he wanted... He wanted Peter to, like, confess his sins? Because that was yes. the whole thing with Sin Eater and everything. It was, yes. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, he's, he's punishing Spider-Man for the decision he made in one more day, which yeah. still may or may not be the case now. It's hard to tell. Yeah, yeah. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> Captain Kun again. Thank you so much. My guess, uh, best guess, Spencer had another 25 issues planned and Marvel wanted him gone. He gets the Substack deal and then rewrites the last five or so issues to be the cliff notes of what's going on, uh, what was going to be 25 issues. Yeah, maybe. I know I said before I thought it was weird that Sinister War, the tie-in series, was done in four issues and not six. Yeah, I, yeah. It definitely feels like it was cut down. Like, tw oh my god, I imagine 25 issues of this. Jesus Christ. And like, and 74 is also just a weird not round number to end your series at yeah it is it is i i'd really like like what we did with like tom king's batman i really want to know if people like this like cause i'm sure there's definitely people out there that enjoy this run and like i, I want to know why <laughs> i i did like it i yeah i did as well one. i did as well and i and I still think there's a lot to recommend here. The only problem is, is that it's now that I know that this is what it was all leading to. Now it's impossible to recommend this run to anyone because it's like, look, unless you've been reading Spider-Man for 20 plus years, most of this isn't going to make sense to you. And if you have been reading Spider-Man for 25 plus years, you're probably going to be annoyed by a lot of the decisions that go on in this one. And mostly it was all just house cleaning at the end of the day. It was just Nick Spencer changing stuff that he didn't like. A lot of stuff that probably had to be changed anyway, but still. And you can't even like recommend being like, okay, if you're going to read Spencer's run, read up to like this issue. But because yeah, it's all this, connected, this. you can't really do that. <laughs> It's true. You absolutely can. It is all, all roads lead back to Kindred. Uh, Rebel friend, love uh, your name and love your icon there. I usually wait and binge Amazing Spider-Man, but it's become such a chore with Spencer's run in the second half. His best arcs were three issues long. Big agree. Yeah, and yeah. his best his best storylines had basically nothing to do with Kindred. It was the roommate stuff with him and Boomerang. It was, you know, J. Jonah Jameson working for, you know, the TMZ website and everything. That that was the best. And you, like, look back at those issues and, the, yeah, there's, like, no bloat or anything. You get, no, like, you get, like, yeah, the story with, like, him and and uh, Boomerang just doing the, the roommate stuff and having to fight, like, villains and stuff. And mm -hmm. then you maybe get, like, a teaser at the end of Kindred and that was it. I, I will say this, I will say this, it, even if it's bad, and even if I think this issue jumped the shark super hard, I was never bored with it. Dan mm -hmm. Slott's, mm -hmm. like, last couple of years bored the goddamn pants off me. I literally would save it to the end of the week and be like, oh, God, he's fighting the Zodiac now. What is even going on here anymore? What is just, how yeah. can Spider-Man be so boring? With this, at least it's like, okay, what fresh new hell is he going to unleash? Yeah, there, there's stuff happening, but as well, there's also too much stuff happening. Yes. Especially and, and, per, like, per issue. And none of it has any chance to really connect because, again, no. like you said, you're throwing too much at the reader. Again, we got one issue left. Let us see how this all shakes out. I didn't see how it could. No, I know. Where it's like, and the only way it can end now is like, and then Spider-Man punches the bad guy, and that's yeah. the end of it. Spider-Man defeats him with the power of love. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and then Says, I forgive you, Harry, and Harry's like, okay, well, that's all I wanted.
Bye. Yeah. Yeah, bye. I'm going back to hell now, if yeah. that's where I'm from, even. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, there's still... T- Again, and here's the other thing, too. Will he actually, you know, retcon one more day by the end? Because I think that he got a lot of, you know, good press and a lot of good fan will by basically promising early on, I am going to undo one more day by the end of my run. And if he doesn't undo one more day by the end of this run... I, like, one half of me is like, I think he will. I think that'll be, like, his end, like, the final issue will undo that. But then I also want to see the chaos with him going, no, you can't undo something like this and yeah. leave, leaving it off like that and just laughing as he heads off to Substack. The devil is like, no takesies, backsies. Yeah, he had his fingers crossed and yeah. Yeah, no, no takesies, backsies, says the <laughs> devil. All right, I'm sick of talking about this. Now let's move on to something else, please. I did a whole show with Sal this week on Elseworlds Exchange where we covered this whole topic for an hour, and I feel like I'm going crazier every time I bring it up. Like, did that really happen? Did this guy really dedicate a whole issue to this, his penultimate issue? It's really funny because, like, the more you talk about it, the more you should start to, like, like, unpack it more and like understand it more and everything but like the oh, more yeah. you talk about it the more confused you get because it's just so much shit so, so this ai harry is this the same ai harry from <laughs> pursuit and also from legacy of evil because he referenced legacy of evil in fact i think it's supposed to be the same lab but maybe it's not <laughs> how many ai harry's are running around now oh god <laughs> that's the real problem Kali Frederick, Daredevil was really good this week. I can't wait to see uh, Mary, Matt, and Electra fight together. Also, Doom has really been getting around recently. Oh, we're going to be talking about uh, Daredevil, Kali Frederick. Don't you worry. Nice, nice. Because that was a good one. Uh, Where do you want to go after that, Matt? Uh, Well, we had the beginning of Fear State uh, this week. Oh, yeah. Holy shit, so we did. Batman issue uh, 112. I say the beginning. It was really the beginning in that Alpha State because... This issue then. just fucking reiterated what was in that issue and what, what was in the, and what was in the free comic book day issue. The first ten pages of this were the free comic book day yeah. issue. Oh yeah, I'm I'm glad you said it first, Matt. Yeah, Fear State is taking forever to start. It is yeah. the most simple premise: Scarecrow makes city scary. Also, yeah. fascist murder cops, and for some reason, it's taking forever to actually get started. Yeah, I, I kept reading. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is stuff we knew. We knew this in that Alpha State issue. We knew this before that Alpha State issue with Future State. Get get to it, James. Get to it. Very, chop, chop. Be- very poorly paced. And also, too, uh, I don't know if you noticed this, but I sure did. Hey, there's a lot of similarities between this event and Joker War right down to like in joker war batman got joker poisoned for the yeah. first couple issues and got him off his game here he gets scarecrow poisoned and is off his game for the rest of the story yeah yeah i'm like is tynan already repeating himself because <laughs> again is it, hey is that is that like part of the story like the whole thing of like a cycle sort of thing yeah, is, is that is like this his commentary <laughs> Yeah, is this his big commentary before he leaves for Substack with his bags of fuck you money? <laughs> He's like, look, and what I'm trying to say is that all events are the same when you break them down, so <laughs> bye. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a, like, yeah, if you read that Alpha Alpha State book, you kind of basically read this. Yeah, Batman's going fucking insane because of the Scarecrow yeah. toxin technology he's using from Mad Hatter's technology uh he ends up telling filling in the 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 bat family and what's going on they've been dealing with that hacker 
who mm-hmm. may or may not be related to the magistrate or like maybe an unsanity collective person or something. Yeah, yeah, they seem to be playing fast and loose with that. I'll freely admit my favorite things about this issue had nothing to do with Batman. They no, were yeah. all they were all little side things where it's like, oh, someone is, you know, taking control of the Oracle program and is making it, you know, spout fake news basically and misinformation. Yeah, yeah it's become Alex Jones. Yeah, how very timely. And then it's like, oh, hey, our first, you know, uh, magistrate murder cop, you know, he's so high on fear and paranoia now. He's seeing enemies all over the place and we don't know who he's going to shoot. And when he does shoot them, it's going to be really bad for our program. Like, ah, American policing. Yeah, yeah, he's he's going rogue. And, and because of that, they have to they have to come up with a new new plan or like or, um, Simon Seed's backup plan, which is something i like when i was reading i'm like well, why didn't you just do this to begin with why didn't you start with peacekeeper x why was yeah. that your back pocket yeah you, it was already a guy you knew and someone that you trust and knew that could survive all of this and was sane yeah your your assistant and maybe implied lover too because yeah. they seem quite close yeah yeah it's like yes and now you will be peacekeeper x which is the most anime shit this thing has done <laughs> yeah and they're going to be sent after to kill peacemaker which peacekeeper. i guess because yeah peace it's a lot of people are making uh-huh. that mistake yeah, peacekeeper yeah. Peacemaker. it gets even more confusing because peacekeeper x has a freaking uh what is it morning dove with an olive branch on it it's like wait no that actually is peacekeeper's <laughs> symbol that is his logo yeah yeah <laughs> that's that's how this story needs to end peacekeeper needs to uh, our peacemaker needs to come on in <laughs> from the suicide squad book and just start shooting these guys for coming too close to infringing on his copyright yeah yeah say so here in america we don't infringe on copyright <laughs> yeah we don't infringe on copyright here what are you china <laughs> bang, bang, bang. <laughs> which is something he would say and yeah fucking uh yeah so i imagine the 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 way i i could see the story because it's already deviated from future states yes in a big way the way i could see this ending is that batman actually ends up saving sean Mm, right and that ends up batman dying quote unquote yeah that's how you know how in future state how he dies from peacekeeper he actually ends up saving peacekeeper and kill and is killed quote unquote by peacekeeper x right i mean everyone already thinks that he's dead and that's kind of like a thing they're running with yeah well that was really just because of that that alex jones going no batman's dead not come back toad's dead confirmed yeah i imagine he'll get like the big reveal to the city anyway that he's alive and then uh what's his name jace fox is there as well well maybe not though because he's leaving after this arc remember and williamson he's going to be traveling all over the world so they got to concoct a reason for batman to leave maybe he's going to take that opportunity to be like well everyone thinks i'm dead maybe i should travel around the world could see that i could also see maybe takes the insanity collective up on their deal oh to, like, yeah maybe get, I... get rid of his trauma and his his back history sort of stuff that's pretty interesting i want to be a different type of batman because yeah that was actually one of my favorite parts of this james and it kind of just dropped off it sure did where batman is given this opportunity to be like look you know you are driven by your trauma by all these negative feelings that you never dealt with from your parents death what if we literally gave you a magic button you could press that would do away with all of it you would still be batman but you'd have all your trauma gone you'd basically be allowed to be a new better version of yourself would you take it 
Personally, I don't think Batman would. I think the whole point of Batman is like, no, I am who I am because what's happened to me, both good and bad, we're all tapestries of our experiences and we can't just shut it off when we want to. You know, we got to learn to work with it and make it work for us. He takes the trauma on so others don't have to. Exactly. But hey, maybe he doesn't get the option. Maybe he's like so hurt because of the fear gas shit. It's like, oh no, it's ravaging his brain. What do we do? I, Miracle Molly, know what to do. We'll hit hard reset on his brain. (laughs) We'll unplug him from the wall and plug him back in. (laughs) Yeah, we'll plug him in, plug him out. Maybe he'll come back a better Batman. We'll see. Yeah. And that could also lead into like like Bruce uh, being sure that he can leave Gotham because obviously Jace Fox is there doing his Batman stuff. Uh, the Bat family are there, you know, all that sort of stuff. Nightwing's that, doing that, his stuff in Bloodhaven. That would actually be like a good symbol of like a Batman who's grown and changed and yeah. different at being like, look, I, I never thought I could leave this city because I thought it was my responsibility because my parents died here and everything. But look, the city is going to be fine because I raised all these other heroes to protect it. We got Oracle and the Bad Girls. We got Ghostmaker. Harley's a good person now. You know, we got Dick coming back and forth. I I, I can be free. I can go other places. It would also, uh, it'd be interesting because like at this moment, I don't think he's actually met Jace Fox yet. No, so, he hasn't. So like that uh, he could see that as like, oh, so, like a random person became Batman. Like, like what does that have an effect on him does that like mean that like he's not alone does that is that the the sign that he is not alone in this right right although then again you know you figure if he's lucius's son even if he is his like wayward son bruce probably met jace at some point probably yeah you would i'm sure that's a flashback we'll see at some point like the wayne family christmas party he met him yeah the the first issue of of that i am batman series starts this week does it actually yeah, which okay, i think I is have... a fear state tie-in because he's oh, suiting, suiting up as batman for the first time oh yeah that's a great way to get people into this hey yeah, everyone yeah. it's the first new issue of this big new series and it's a tie-in yeah yeah i, I also feel like i can't pick that up yet because i want to go back and read the digital series that i didn't so i'm all caught up for this because it's all <laughs> written by the same guy so i figure it's got to be important yeah like like it is but like as well as like you don't really need to because all of mm. all that because that because this it's a continuation but like in that series he he doesn't particularly make any like leaps to become batman mm. like he gets like the mm-hmm. like a bat armor and starts fucking around with it but doesn't use it to the first issue of i am batman right. and it's, like it's yeah. just mainly all like setup sort of stuff i'm a i'm a weird completionist so yeah. i need to go read it yeah weird 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 completion what a weird rollout you know john ridley's batman has like oh you're gonna be the next big thing when tynan's done at issue 100 oops covid oops uh what is it 5g not happening uh you'll get tie-ins and a digital and a series after the fact yeah we'll give you issues in future state and then like a digital book and then yeah this this i am batman book which is technically his his big Mm. debut in mainline comics (laughs) Which, man, you know, DC Warner Brothers, the optics on this are not good that you keep letting down and putting the black man on the back burner and being yeah. like, oh, we'll get to you when we get to you. Yeah, and it, it, it kind of feels like like the instead of Joshua Williamson taking the book, like it should have been John Ridley with his Batman. Like, like it was like teed was up for that. It was kind of teed up sure for that. Sure was. Yeah. It really was. Like that was going to be the plan until it wasn't. Yeah a hell of a thing also like what you told me last week it's like yeah you know uh hbo plus get all these you know dc superhero movies on here all these originals all the non-white characters yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> just just saying, guys. I'm not saying you're racist. I'm just saying maybe you need to work on your optics because it yeah. sure looks like you're making choices that racist people would make. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and not all racism is hard R racism, you know? Sometimes it's just, you know, doing shitty things like that and not thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. You can be you can be diet racist. You can be vanilla racist. Diet racist. <laughs> that's that's one of my favorite college humor sketches. Diet racism. <laughs> it's just a lady cracking a can, be like, mm, you know, the Irish were discriminated against too. <laughs> yeah, like three hundred years ago, and they got real white real quick, didn't they? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that was a fierce state. It's taken a long time to get started, isn't it? Oh boy, and then like yeah, we got like the the checklist of all the books. I'm like, yeah, I'm I, reading, I reading Batman. I am Batman and Detective. That's oh, and Nightwing. That's I'm all, reading all I'm the reading. Books I'm reading anyway. Yeah. Also, I, thank you, Flash, for the follow. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I I just really like as, as I said last week as well. I'm just really upset that Nightwing like it was starting to pick up steam on those gets stories preempted and then, of this. and then just like ah no Fear State. Mm. As Jaden brings up, uh, John Ridley is going to be on Black Panther now. That's true. That's a pretty yeah. good consolation prize. I will have to start reading Black Panther now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, I actually had a super family-centric story that you're probably going to appreciate. Yeah. So it was Suicide Squad 2021 annual. God, I hate the way DC has put their annuals now uh, where the date is before. They, no, the number goes yeah, at the end. Yeah, it, it, it is very annoying. But as well as it kind of makes sense because then you don't get people asking you, well, if this is number one, when's number two coming out? Exactly, which they used to do that. They used yeah. to put the numbers there. Yeah. Then they just stopped and now they're doing this, which feels like such a freaking half measure. But uh, so yeah, three Suicide Squad books came out this week. This was the one I was able to read because it's actually a continuation of issue six not yeah. issue seven I, that came out i this read week. i read the two the the two suicide squad books i haven't read get jokey yet though uh, neither have i i'm also waiting on that one i might not go back to it i don't know maybe i'll wait for it to be done because it's only a three-parter who knows <laughs> but uh yeah suicide squad annual 2021 uh finally answers the question what the hell is the deal with connor kent on this team what's going on with that yeah uh did you read it i did yeah so yeah, what did you think of it? I think they actually managed to find a pretty fucking great way to have their cake and eat it too. I thought it was a pretty damn good way. The only problem I had is that this was spoiled to me in solicitations because they oh, fucking no. ruined it. Oh, because they, they they're like yeah they, they had like from one for like issue five or something, and it's got him on the show, and it's like oh yeah he's like he's a fucking bizarro, you know. Ah, uh, goddamn it, that's such a shame. So yeah, at the end of issue six, the team got sent to Russia because their Superboy had got beaten up by Ultraman and they needed to find a serum mm -hmm. that would get him back to normal because he was he was freaking the fuck out and yep. they needed to try and get him back to himself. Only to their surprise, they were met by Superboy. Leather yep. jacket wearing Superboy that we last saw in Young Justice. Yeah, you know, yeah, the Young Justice and Action Comics where he was uh, staying on the Kent farm. Yeah, Captain Kun again, never forget DC said we need more Trump readers uh, reading the book to fill uh, Jimenez on his Superwoman run from DC. Yeah. I do remember that, Captain Kun. Boy, do I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Now, I think uh, that was during the election. I don't know if he had won yet or not, but yes. Yeah. They're like, oh, we need to court more of these readers. Mm, yeah, that was a thing. But uh, yeah, back to this one here. So yeah, we see leather-clad jacket Superboy for the first time in a long time, and it calls into question, well, who the hell is this guy we've been dealing with if this Superboy is here? Yeah, yeah like, who is he? Is he a clone? Is he, is he someone masquerading as Superboy? What is, is he? Is it a multiverse thing? Yeah. 
Uh, surprise, surprise, turns out this facility that the squad got sent to infiltrate belongs to a group called The Agenda, which is actually a real group from Superboy comics from, like, yes. 1996. Yes. So, uh, what is it? Robbie Thomas did his fucking homework when he covered this one, and if you know anything about The Agenda, you know that they made the clone of a clone of Superboy that was Match. Yep. And that is because the Superboy we have been dealing with is, in fact, Match. Waller kidnapped him, shot him up with a bunch of memories, and gave him a serum, so he's not all ugly, weird, and bizarro talky. Yeah, and he doesn't have the shirt on backwards and everything, and he needs to take the serum uh, every couple of days or every day or something, so he doesn't freak out and destroy everything. Which is actually so brilliant for Waller, because it's like, I want a super person, but I can't just take Superboy because people will ask questions and people will come looking for him. No one's looking for Match, so I'll just take Match and I will groom him and make him into my Superboy. Yeah, yeah, it's it's brilliant. It's a really, really fun idea for this. And uh, it's great, too, because now that, you know, uh, real Superboy knows what's going on here with Waller and the fact that she's stealing people from Earth 3 and everything and trying to build her own anti-Justice League, he drops a fucking dime on them. He calls the League. He calls, uh, what is it, Checkmate to come and arrest yep. them all. And Waller's like, not today, fuckers. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> And so, yeah, all of Task Force X ends up going rogue, and Waller has a goddamn island base like a fucking James Bond villain. Yeah, yeah. Task Force X island or something. I love that so much, and it's like, yep, we've all gone rogue now. We're actively working against the American government and the superheroes, and I'm like, that's such a cool twist for this. And, uh what is it the team is like so we went from prisoners to hostages huh she's never gonna let us go now right because yep. we know too much <laughs> hey you know who could save us here superman yep. we don't have a superman we do have match maybe if we treat him right and get him back to himself he'll feel heroic enough to want to save us yeah matt will turn him into the superman that we saw in future state which is again a really cool idea we're villains but we need a hero to help us yeah yeah that's a really, really clever idea, you know. Again, a after that Tom Taylor Suicide Squad book, I didn't think anything could, you know, be as good for the squad. But this, this is getting there. It's get yeah, it, it's taken a little bit, mainly because it had that goddamn awful tie-in with the Titans. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it, now it's like starting to hit its stride and like answer questions every issue, and yeah, just it's just chugging along. The promise of a multiversal team is cool. Mm -hmm. They recruited Black Siren, so she's yep. just on the team now. Yep, yep. I like it. I like it a lot. I didn't read number seven that came out this week. I know Ambush Bug is in it, though. Yeah, he, like, kind of joins the team, and it's, like, a kind of fun adventure sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. A nice palate cleanser after all the deep, serious yeah. shit. <laughs> they needed it. Yeah. <laughs> they needed it. Uh, what else did you have this week, Matt? I had one, two, I had three more uh i had avengers issue 48 right okay yeah we're back up with jason here what's happening in this book now uh this is the world war she hulk storyline uh she hulk's been oh, conditioned right. uh by the red room and turned into the winter hulk uh-oh that sounds bad also callie frederick i uh like t-shirt superboy more than leather jacket superboy me too actually in a weird way how do you fall on that matt because you're a bigger super family fan. i like the leather jacket one just because it's like like that's 90s personified like the whole costume Very. he has it, it it's I, I really like that costume 
metropolis kid don't call me yeah. superman i like the shirt just because it's simple and i like mm -hmm. where it's like yeah you don't need a cape to be a super person mm -hmm. you just need the symbol like the symbol itself is just so powerful yeah 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 which again hey if someone's gonna have that look now match gets to have it exactly yeah so uh, we, we can have the, have it all yeah we could have, yeah, have both of them have your cake and eat it too superman's got a new costume and authority and john has a new suit too so yeah. again it's a great time for costume yeah but uh, yeah, back to what you were saying about uh, Winter Hulks. Oh, you got really loud there for a minute. Oh, did I? I didn't mean to. Yeah, your, your audio was all fucked up. How, how about now? Yeah, it's going back to normal. Okay, good. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to blow anyone's mics. <laughs> You're just doing the ear rape. <laughs> Winter Winter Hulk, how about it? Yeah. On, uh, on Prairie Home Companion. <laughs> so yeah, Winter, Winter Hulk, this issue wasn't wasn't entirely focused on the winter hulk it was focused on gorilla man oh shit uh who uh was the one who betrayed the avengers to the uh the the winter garden allowed the winter guard mm -hmm. to sneak into avengers mountain and take jennifer that's and, right that happened when i was reading too they were setting him up as like a sleeper agent yeah and he ended he ended up like beating the hell out of iron man and let them <laughs> all in and everything but they and he wanted they want he wanted them to kill him that was like the deal like he wanted to die but they right, left him alive attempt. they left him alive because that was his punishment uh, uh so now he's like all depressed and like he's getting drunk in bars in baglia and everything and like he hates life and everything because he's like hey people come and try and kill me but i end up fucking killing them because i'm fucking gorilla man and i'm fucking strong and whatnot and he's, he's like trying to provoke villains in this bar and everything and, and she hulk comes and like takes him um because of uh his relations with the winter guard and everything and she hulk's got her own plan which is she needs to go she needs help to get to uh the atlantic ocean uh where the atlanteans are because as we find out oh. uh, she plans on killing uh namor right because that's a storyline that's still been going on him and his defenders of the deep well not only that it's because it's it's more a, a, a revenge because he, she hulk and namor's fight in moscow kind of leveled the entire city and this is like the winter hulk uh is is charged with killing namor for his part in that right um and gorilla man decides to take charge and be okay i'm going to try and convince jennifer of who she is and i'm going to try and bring her back to light and this is going to be like my like redemption mm -hmm. and so so he's like following her around trying to do that the avengers is trying to like track her down uh blades doing his thing as the sheriff of, of chernobyl and he which is he, very cool he links it up with like he, he they still don't know why they wanted jennifer they think they wanted her for the same reason they wanted wolverine which was to mm, drink her blood, blood and become a daywalker because she's you know fucking gamma powered rage monster probably true worked. enough yeah um, the chat is asking a very good question how did she suddenly have long flowing blonde hair now well because russia that's why yeah i imagine they they dyed her hair she's red now as well she's got a white costume uh, again it's the red room sort of stuff because red hulks are bad yeah yeah uh so she ends up fighting namor and like his people and everything but that's all a cover because as they're fighting over here over there uh the red widow and her team are sneaking a giant nuclear device into atlantis because they plan on committing mass genocide and oh, killing wow. and killing all atlanteans and wiping them off the face of the earth for what they did to moscow 
That seems bad. Yeah. That seems, but also sounds like something the Russian government would sanction. <laughs> yeah, and the book ends with uh, uh, Gorilla Man. He he had to fight like Atlanteans because they 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 crossed him. They called him human, which he hates. So he ended up having to kill a bunch of them. And he tries to convince. He manages to get through to Jennifer, and she comes back for like a second. And then the the like uh, the conditioning takes over. So he's like, right, well, I'm gonna go and and stop her even if it kills me and he dons the scuba gear and heads down to atlantis to become the first gorilla in atlantis <laughs> that actually sounds like a really solid gorilla man story that the yeah. avengers guest star in yeah yeah i i like that it went there and i like that we actually got to explore uh the repercussions of what this guy did and like how he, how he feels and everything and I, I wish other people thought the exact same because i had like a bunch of comics being like there gorilla man killed ursa major i'm like no red widow killed him there's literally a page where red widow slits his throat you know yeah yeah it sounded like uh, uh opinions on this book ran very hot and cold i saw you tweeting about it. i'm like really people are getting bent out of shape over something gorilla man did holy shit yeah 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 also i can't imagine anything sadder uh what is it suicide by bar fight yeah <laughs> yeah in bagalia yeah yeah that's literally like the lowest i think anyone could go yeah <laughs> very much the lowest uh what else did i have this week uh oh i had daredevil 34 Ooh, what's happening in daredevil so daredevil took over an entire prison after he found out the secret lab that they had uh, underneath where they were experimenting on prisoners mm -hmm. turns out they're trying out a brand new drug called reset okay and what do you think reset does, Matt, and why they would be using it on prisoners? It resets stuff. <laughs> it makes uh, them what? confess crimes or something. Uh, good guess, but reset is, of course, short for recidivism. The book doesn't tell okay. this, but that's an SAT word I know. Recidivism is, it's you know, are you more likely to recommit crimes after you've been released? And the idea is because this is a corrupt for-profit prison, they shoot the inmates up with reset, which makes them angrier and more violent and more likely to reoffend and go back to jail. Okay. Uh, reset is also infectious so when they release these mostly black and brown people into their communities they end up infecting other people with it causing them to create violent crimes and torpedoing whole communities oh no yeah and daredevil figured this out but he also got exposed to the reset so oh, he's now no. more violent and out of his mind oh no yeah and Detective Cool North has to go in there and help him, and they end up having themselves like a big old fist fight in Cell Block D. <laughs> awesome. And it's so great because Daredevil's like, Dah, I gotta burn down the whole system now that I know how corrupt it is, and how could you, <laughs> Cole North, being a New York cop, how could you dare take part, you know, in this messed up system? And North is like, yeah, I agree. The legal system in America is deeply fucked and deeply wrong. But you know what? I'm actually out here trying to do something, being a good cop and a dirty force, and that mm -hmm. puts like a target on my back. Yep. And I'm never going to get the help I need, and I'm probably fighting an endless battle. But you know what I'm not doing? Sniveling in a jail cell, self-flagellating <laughs> myself when Bullseye is out here killing people. Oh, God. Yes. And Daredevil's like, well, fuck, you got me that time. <laughs> <laughs> That was, yep, you got me good. Also, I know I said I'd stay here and, you know, pay my debt to society. But now that I know Bullseye is out there, I gotta go. So he fights his way past all the SWAT cops and everyone else and escapes. Oh, no. <laughs> to go fight Bullseye. And meanwhile, Elektra's like, well, shit, I guess I'm gonna go die in this fight with Bullseye. Because there's more than one. Yeah. 
But, you know, that's the right thing to do, I guess. That's the heroic thing to do. It's what Matt would do. But before I do go, I got to put my affairs in order. So she basically signs over a bunch of property and money to that girl, Alice, she's been taken care of. Oh, nice. Yeah, bringing it back to, like, when she stole the uh, all that money from the, that uh, family, the Storm, yeah, whatever wins, they were. Yeah. Storm wins, yeah. Yeah, very much so. And it's also Electra being like, hey, so I thought I could raise you and train you and make you like a sidekick and bring you into this superhero community. I'm only now realizing how deeply fucked that is, especially <laughs> because I never got a choice in any of that. I was literally raised as a child to be an assassin. Yep, yep. <laughs> so the best and most normal thing I can do for you, Alice, is actually give you the chance to leave. <laughs> And I'm like, wow, that's actually really nice and really self-aware. Yeah. And also also juxtaposes very nicely with the Kingpin story where he's all pissed that Typhoid married, despite the fact that I think they ended up sleeping together in the last issue, left to go fight Bullseye on her own. And because Wilson is such a possessive guy, no, no one can ever go. No one can ever leave me. You know, I can never let the things I love go. Yep. <laughs> And I'm like, ah, see, you know, you and uh, Elektra doing the opposite of each other. And uh, it all leads to a big fight in Times Square and Bullseye's taken over the screen. So we see Elektra on all of them. But wait, that's not Elektra. That's Typhoid Mary in a Daredevil costume. Oh, nice. Yeah. And they're going to team up actually to fight the Bullseyes together. And it's like, you know, one on one, we couldn't win this. But if we fought together. Yeah. Then we might actually do it. I'm like, oh, how cool is it to see them all fight together? That's cool, yeah. Uh, Kali Frederick there saying, I bet Alice sticks around after this. Yeah, probably. You're right, Kali. I don't yeah. imagine her leaving either. Yeah, well, I imagine she's going to be part of that Devil's Reign storyline as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, they're definitely building up to all of that. Yeah. But yeah, Daredevil continues to be great, continues to be awesome, goes from strength to strength. Awesome so good so good good stuff yeah I, I i i'm only a couple of issues behind so i'm i'm thinking if i get some free time which i'm probably going to mm. get soon i'm just going to catch up on it it's a it's a treat it's a real treat it's one of the best things on the shelf yeah uh what else did you have matt i had two more uh i've got one more and that is avengers tech on issue two. Oh yes from friend of the show jim's up yeah so uh we we get even more like power rangers sentai like concepts this issue uh because the, the 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 avengers now have all their armors and everything and <laughs> they, they fight the the red skull for the first time uh captain america's shield ends up getting destroyed because uh red skull is still a bit too powerful for them um so he ends up escaping and and the the team sort of like get acclimated to their new costumes wolverines keeps him alive because it uh simulates his healing factor so stops right. his bones and everything uh cap gets a new shield from iron man um there's a great like little bit there where it's it, like kind of brings back to like the whole power rangers thing where it's like we got to do it as a team we're you yeah know, where, where steve is like uh like he's kind of upset that that um tony and peter like just made these armors for them and like didn't oh. talk about it or anything he's like we we were a team we need to do this as a team why didn't you tell us they're cool suits and everything and i got a cool new shield but you <laughs> need to talk to us we're a team and all that stuff. i'm like ah oh, that's exactly that. something you'd see in power rangers very much so um and they they end up tracking more of the uh the infinity mirror shards and they find out that venom is using it but it's oh, not no. it's not the actual venom it's a uh 
it's kind of like a putty monster that uh oh. that uh, the not lord zed red skull has made uh, it's like his <laughs> gold skull. his like his gold uh, sort of thing oh i um, like it i like it a lot where it's sort of like a uh, like a husk that emulates uh venom's powers and everything and he's all armored up and everything like the power like a power rangers villain um so they end up fighting him and it's here we get we get to see the uh, the avengers like special moves uh mm. which is called the Hat- hatsu protocol and um it, it's basically just iron man gets like a big fucking gun and, and, and shoots love everything and, and shoots him but but what's cool Pension. about it is is um they they end up they, they they're powered by things called power coins oh <laughs> you don't say yeah yeah that the suit runs on and um there's the whole thing where it's like if you use it too much you could get injured or even die and it's like yeah they, you can only use them when you when your your gauge is is full mm. you know you got enough hits in and you've dodged enough that you you feel too much your pink energy gauge. is dangerous yeah yeah um and uh red skull memo has sent something to attack wakanda so black panther has to rush off to defend his country and we find uh, Red Skull making uh, making more villains in his mm. like lab, and he ends Make up his monsters grow. Yeah, yeah, he ends up making uh, the Lord of Lies, a a Loki monster, uh, which oh. uh, is looks exactly like a Power Rangers villain, big shoulder of pads course. and Love long it. horns and everything. And yeah, that's where the issue end, ends. Okay, this sounds sick as hell. Why am I not reading? Uh, this? It's so good. It's so damn good. It's so damn. This good. This sounds like a hundred percent my jam. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go buy the first two issues. Before we're here. <laughs> uh, I, I'll just lightning round through my last two here. Uh, I had Defenders number two, also from Al Ewing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go back in time to Galactus's planet. Doctor Strange almost fucks Galactus's mom. Oh God! Because <laughs> of course he would. <laughs> Why wouldn't he? Uh, Norrin Rad actually gets to see little baby Galactus in like his Venture Brothers style learning bed. Uh, do they do the whole thing? It's like well, we could kill the Hitler. But... You better believe they do. <laughs> Norrin's like, I could do it. I could do it. I could reach over right now and I could kill this little fucking baby right now. I could totally do it. And it would save me so much trouble. And Master Raider pulls out a gun. It's like, don't you kill that baby. <laughs> we saw what happened when Frank Castle tried to do this with Thanos and it ended yeah. badly. Well, it ended pretty coolly, but it ended badly. <laughs> They, uh, they also imply that, like, uh, because of his cosmic awareness, uh, Silver Surfer's like, I know who you are, Master Raider. I've always known who you are. Ah. Which means he's probably someone we already know. Also, you're lying to Doctor Strange about the reason for this time travel trip, but I'm not going to tell him about it if you keep this secret that I thought about killing the baby. <laughs> yeah, don't tell the Doctor I tried to kill a baby. <laughs> he, he doesn't kill the baby, though, but he's like, you know what? I actually feel bad for Galactus now, seeing the way he was raised in this, like, cold, unloving environment. So he, like, actually picks up baby Galen and actually shows him, like, a like little love and, like, a little, you know, tenderness and everything. And he really, really hopes that, you know, that is, uh, what is it, going to make him not an asshole in the future. <laughs> so Silver Surfer actually picks the third option in the would you travel back in time and kill baby Hitler. It's the, no, I wouldn't kill him. No, I wouldn't spare him. It's the third option I would try and teach him to not be an asshole. And that somehow makes him an even bigger asshole yeah like he just remembers some silver alien looking dude giving him love where everyone else doesn't yeah (laughs) and that's why he chose silver surfer as his herald (laughs) as his guy yeah yeah that's the thing too where like noran's like uh i might have just made things worse i don't know i guess we'll find (laughs) out when we get back to the present oops (laughs) 
So that was good. That was good stuff. I really liked that one. <laughs> so that was really solid. Uh, and the last one I had this week was uh, Justice League Infinity. I, I read that one as well, yeah. Good stuff, right? It's pretty good stuff. Pretty good uh, Jack Kirby, Darwin Cook weirdness. Ooh. Yeah. We, we actually get to see Earth D, and for a second there, I'm like, oh, did they invent Earth D for the animated universe? No, it's a Marv Wolfman creation from the original 85 Crisis. Yep. In fact, Wolfman says that's the world as he wanted it to be after the first Crisis. <laughs> nice. Right down to an African-American Superman and Supergirl Wonder Woman. I'm like, that's pretty fucking dope. I do like that, like, it's technically Calvin Ellis, but it's not yes. Calvin Ellis. It uh, predates him by many years. It's yeah. just Cal. Yeah. <laughs> Which, again, I don't think we ever got that guy's origin story, but he's just Cal. And I'm like, oh, that's super cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we get to see Superman hanging out in the Fourth Reich universe there. Get to hang out with the Freedom Fighters. Good guy Zod, who is the son of a rabbi. Emil Hamilton, who turned himself into Doomsday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, Metello. Uh, who was the Metello? Was it Natasha? I think that's Natasha I was yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Natasha Iron, yeah. which is also kind of cool. Yeah. And yeah, they're hanging out, being like, man, you know, this multiversal, you know, incursion problem sure isn't helping us topple our Nazi regime. <laughs> but hey, don't worry, because you just don't have one Superman. You have two Superman now. Yeah, because the, uh, the the not Calvin Ellis comes over to this universe. But the other, but they, as we found out, the like heroes are meant to like switch places. Yes. Like what Superman and Overman did, but no one switched place with Cal this time. Yeah, he just kind of showed up. Great moment, too, where you think they're about to fight for a second and they're flying at each other and they're like, wait, why are we fighting? We're both Superman. We're yeah. both good. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to fight. We know each other are good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I looked in your eyes and I saw the measure of your soul because yeah. that's another power I have. Yeah. <laughs> I loved that. That's so wonderful. And it's like, wait, yeah, why are we fighting? Yeah, okay, cool. Let's help each other out. <laughs> <laughs> I get, again, it's like that thing where it's like, oh, if there's two Superman, they have to fight. It's like, no, they wouldn't fight. <laughs> My, one superman couldn't liberate this world but two superman yeah probably yeah <laughs> love it love it yeah uh the justice league meanwhile uh sort of figure out what these portals are and manhunter gets like a signal through one of them which is mm. going to be uh amazo um it's going to mm. be that uh, amazo i i have to imagine it will be um yeah and he wants to follow it so they end up getting like a pimp and gold uh javelin called the infinity javelin created by uh cool. adam and mr terrific and wayne enterprises glad they got to do something yeah and uh yeah they end up before they end up going wonder woman ends up getting switched and uh the the heroes think that maybe she possibly died because she switched with like a Skulls wonder woman a wonder woman who was already dead <laughs> yeah yeah which is very unfortunate that bit also reminded me where it's like oh yeah i guess uh clark and diana or sorry uh bruce and diana were a couple in this show yep. weren't they or at least they were shipping them really mm -hmm. hard i forgot about that yeah yeah that, that's why he's so angry when it happens so mad so mad i was gonna bone down now i can't because they're <laughs> actual bones now that ain't happening and we find out wonder, wonder woman ended up on some frozen hellscape where she meets dark side or a dark side a who, dark side who seems to be quite friendly very yeah which i love that idea because like yeah this can't be the original dark side because when we last saw dark side in this universe he fused with brainiac mm -hmm. and then probably got stuck in the source wall yep which yeah the, what are the odds of that like an actually friendly dark side <laughs> that'd, that'd be pretty cool be hey cool. we've had friendly general zod so yeah. i mean why not yeah why not i 
I like friendly General Zod. Actually, he <laughs> yeah. seems like a cool dude. He's yeah. not a Kryptonian. He's just a guy who yeah, happens to be a he's, general. Uh, yeah, he, he. Well, that's an actual General Zod from continuity. Oh, uh, really? It's one from the. Oh, uh, who was writing it at the time? I want to say Jerry Ordway. Uh, right. He's the one that Superman killed uh with the kryptonite box and what sent superman on like his whole journey where he discovered like the eradicator matrix and everything right okay yeah because the yeah the costume looks the same you're right yep that's funny that's cool i like that man this this thing is doing deep cuts not even just to the animated universe now it's doing deep cuts to everything oh yeah it's it's a celebration of the multiverse and it's perfect time as well for it because of the infinite Mm -hmm. infinite frontier and everything you can say this is a multiverse in that multiverse it is and like again like i should hate it because of that but it's done so well it feels yeah it feels like an episode of the show it like really it, does. this is like a multi-part episode demathis man can still just bring the fucking heat all this time like it's my favorite justice league book right now yeah there's a lot of choices this is my favorite it's pretty good yeah it's pretty damn good i hope this keeps going yeah all right so is that everything for this week matt is that everything uh fit to print that's everything all right, I guess we can start winding this down then. Again, thank you everyone for coming out and hanging out with us here on Sunday night. We know you have a lot of uh, choices in entertainment tonight. We're glad you took this time to spend it with us. Thank you everyone who donated. We really appreciate that. You're really making this switch to uh, YouTube worth it. You know, Absolutely. helping us keep the lights on in these trying times and everything. We promise that money uh, goes to good use and gets reinvested back in the show as it best cer- we can. It certainly does, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, thank you, of course, always to the patrons for supporting us uh, all the time, uh, every month there. Of course, if you are a patron, you'll be able to get this show in both audio and visual format first before anyone else. Yep. Thank you to uh, Wild Bill Soda that continues to support us in all of its ways. That's always uh, really appreciated. You can use the promo code Cape Joel. Uh, what is it to get yourself uh, a nice healthy discount? Yeah, 10% on that one. Get- discount. 10% discount. Get yourself a nice drink. See, God, we're so bad at ads. We should really, you know, make that more of a focal <laughs> point of the episode. We never do. Again, hey, if uh, if you're a sponsor out there and want to sponsor us, we can totally give you the uh, same treatment. <laughs> but but better. <laughs> but better. So, again, thank you so much, everyone, for coming up and showing us, uh, especially now on this big 250th milestone. Here's 250 more. Yeah, yeah until we both drop dead <laughs> even, even then in the afterlife we'll still be doing this show the, it's a ghost cast the first ever ghost <laughs> cast it'll be one of those paranormal jackasses with their emus like who who's that we hear two voices they're talking about comics <laughs> it's gonna be the first podcast you know delivered directly to your spirit box <laughs> from beyond the grave yeah, you have to go to talking... zach baggins's museum <laughs> Yeah, to hear it. Oh, geez, they're still talking about Spider-Man even from beyond the grave. They can't stop. <laughs> no, I can never stop talking about this retcon. It'll never <laughs> let me go. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, thank you so much, everyone. We'll see you all again next time. Bye-bye. See ya.